Welcome to the Helihead Show. This is episode 90. I am your host, Skids. Of course, we've got old Gooch here. Hello, hello! And we've got Diamond. Hello. Oh my god. Of course, we've got Cholo. Hello. And we've got our two favorite people. Oh, of many. Don't want, don't want to make Bill and piss, sorry. Uh, we've got Jay and Tom. Wind up. What? <laughs> <laughs> Double fucks. Uh, big old titty. What brand is Kind of like a brand. Is it a brand? Oh my titty's a brand. Hmm. Can they be? I think they can. Mm. Only good ones. Okay. I mean, sure. <laughs> good point about titties. Mm. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. My uh, last she's like, what the hell? Yeah. Yep. We're already yep. lost. We're done. two seconds in. <laughs> You're done. You're done. <laughs> <laughs> You're done. Just stop. You're done. Oh, my gosh. It'll be a good one. Oh, TikTok. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What did we do before TikTok? Tickies and talkies. Mm-hmm. Well, this is episode 90. And we're getting close to 100. We're getting close to 100. Is that quitting time? I don't know, man. I keep, you know, getting these threats from one of the other hosts. Oh. 100. That's all I got. That's all I got. That's and all I got. this thing, you know, it's that's... like, okay, okay, we'll do some more. <laughs> okay. Yep. It's true. You know? All I know, I know is that I Cholo, get the, Cholo really the, needs to get it together, doesn't he? Yep. Well, yeah. You know, I just get the request, show up, you know, and then I show up. That's it's it. Just you show up and then you show up. Yeah. Perfect. You know? Yeah. One more, my friend. One more. Yeah. <laughs> One more, <laughs> my friend. Uh, you guys got to have more than 300 episodes worth. Do of, we? Uh, yeah. You know how long that would take, Tom? But you guys have, like, all of... Hangout to host. Mm. Mm. It's true. Mm. I mean, if we took our three, four hour shows and made them into like an hour show, split them all apart, I mean, release them once a week. Math. I mean, Dude, just math. 90 times three. Mm-hmm. Boom. Mm-hmm. So we're there. <laughs> yeah. Uh. But we'll make it to 100. Yep. Yep. Maybe 101. And then Gooch will take over. (laughs) (laughs) I'll show up. Be like, where's everybody else? Like, dude, you didn't get a memo? 100. I'm like, yeah. (laughs) Be there by himself. Where is everybody? (laughs) Be at the bar all by himself. Oh, gosh. No. Yep. Yep. We'll keep going, I guess. Yeah, let's do this. Yeah. I mean, Bill needs somebody to promote him. Mm. He's looking for what, like two thousand more subscribers? Yeah, he was like, "There was a really good episode last week." He was like, "A uh, lot of Bill and promotion. I like that." <laughs> That's what sells it. Did you send him the video? The video? Yeah. No. Hmm. What video? What are you talking about? A video. Do I need to send him a video? Yeah, we should send him a video. Okay. You know, maybe that will get him an extra, like, three subscribers. 
that I had to hit <laughs> three. subscribers. Yeah, you know, <laughs> or it might might take away three. three <laughs> yeah, might unsubscribe. Yeah, it might hurt his brand. It might hurt his brand. That's right. Uh, mm. got to protect the brand, guys. That's right. All fun and games. Okay. Well, enough about the brand. We're here, okay. uh, episode ninety. We have Jay and Tom. We have an amazing show tonight. I want to say this one is quite possibly a first. Maybe. I don't mm-hmm. know that I've ever heard anybody else cover a topic like this. Yep. So I'm pretty excited about it. If they have, and they have covered it, then it must have been pretty forgettable. So we're just going to roll with it. <laughs> it all I'm going to say, it better, be, it better be packed with drama. We need some <laughs> drama, okay? Well, we have plenty of that. We're, we're on the okay. tail end of winter. So Ooh, we have okay. like, what, another month of drama, and then we're going to be back to flying again? Is that how it works? Yep. Mm-hmm. Exactly okay. when the chill house, you know, happens. <laughs> the chill- all the winter drama just goes yeah. away. The chill out. We're flying again. Chill out starts the season. Mm-hmm. So oh. thanks, Jay, for being the, uh, you know, the dirty mop to clean up all the drama. <laughs> mop cleaning it up. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. All right. Anyway, so uh, let's get this going, shall we? Yep. Let's all right. Do this. Thank you to everyone for downloading and streaming and listening to our podcast. We certainly do appreciate each and every one of you. Gooch. Yo. Can we not make it an hour? Can you wrap it up quick? My weeks this is? Yeah. Okay. All it's right. going to be quick. Let's okay? do it. Operation Orange. Let's go. Is in process. And this is kind of like, you know, going, you know, to get a procedure done. Yeah, like I think I'm, I'm. I need to to do some changes, you know, not mm-hmm. to my body, but to some of my helicopters' bodies. So I ordered a 700 orange canopy for my nitro. There's no boom available, so I'm still waiting for that to come into uh, stock. I'm gonna do that to the 700 nitro, and just today I just decided I'm gonna do a uh, orange and white scheme on my 420. Wind it up. Yep. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, really? No, no flying. No flying. I haven't really been flying out of the indoors, so I really need to get my gear, my butt into gear, my gear sorted out for the flying season, which I think the chill out is going to be probably the first flight of the year for me. So. Maybe, maybe I do one beforehand, but we'll starting see. with a bang. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, man, chill out is awesome. It's gonna be a great remember time. to go big or go home. Yep, wind yeah, it man. up. Yep, wind, wind it, up. it up. Yep, chill out's uh, gonna be bigger than ever. I heard so that's cool. Yep. Yeah, it's gonna be low key, low key, right? Jay? <laughs> low key, that's right. Yeah, 200 <laughs> pre registered <laughs> pilots. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the last time chill out was low key, man. <laughs> we had like yeah. 75 people, so pilots, yeah, pilots come in and. There's literally zero room for any cars to park, so they're parking on the streets and walking in. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to totally sidebar Gooch's week for a minute. So tell me something, Jay. Where are you parking Andy Ross's camper? Oh, God, I heard that thing is huge. He said it's like 40-some feet. Okay, yes, but we're going somewhere with this. Where are you going to put that guy? No idea. We're just going to get him in there. Here's my plan. All right, you ready for this? I mean, RCHO has two flight stations. So right. wherever Andy's you know, new RV is parked, I think on top we should put a cone up there to be a third flight station. 
<laughs> that would be awesome. Game on. <laughs> Let's go. Watch up. Yep. Yeah. That's right. Double fuck. Man. Yep. It's going to be off. He'll fit right in with those semi trailers, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so great. <laughs> He'll he'll probably not be like so sad if you're parking way back there, because it'd be like so at least there'll be plenty of obstacles to be hit before anything gets to my camper. <laughs> I think he would be very okay with um, hiding out, hiding his new trailer. Back there. <laughs> <laughs> Is oh he bringing God. his dad's camper? Can you imagine the look on his face if somebody put a cone up there and they were firing off a heli on top of his camper? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> we're gonna put him in the engine. I mean, it, it wouldn't be chill out if it wouldn't be some fun, right? That's right. So. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, Andy. Yep. <laughs> so, did he actually uh, buy a new rig, dude? He did. Yeah. It's massive. Really? <laughs> oh yeah. It's like oh, the man. size of RCHO. I can't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, that's where the party's gonna be. Everybody's gonna be hanging right? out in his yep. in his that's rig right. now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You could throw a full-blown, like, freaking, you know, house party in the rear of that thing. <laughs> Wind it up. Yep. So who's going to be the first one to fire up the nitro in the back? Mm. I call tips. I'll do it. Shotgun. <laughs> How yeah. about we just all do it? We just all crack it up. <laughs> can't yell at everybody. That's right. Uh, might as well, if you can't beat them, join them, right? Uh. Mm-hmm. It, can't be right. wrong. it can't be wrong if everybody does it <laughs> <laughs> all right in the spirit of getting my week done because kevin blames it on me that i go for long but he's the <laughs> one that derails me yep i went full send yep uh i just want to stay man what a pain to install a tail servo in a genesis uh sab genesis i Goblin feel genesis. you i feel you once you have it built like you could take out the servo. Let's say if you're switching out servos, you could take it out fairly easy. But if you put a new one in, you have to take the boom off the helicopter. Yep. And to and to take the boom off the helicopter, the ser- the screws are hidden by the carters, the side carters. So you got to take the carters off. It's a pain. Mm. Hey Jay, won't you tell them what it's like to put a tail servo in a Diablo? Yep. <laughs> well, that's that's fun. Yeah, I guarantee you. <laughs> The Genesis is like a freaking Tyco kid set compared to the Diablo. Yeah, as Diablo as uh, fun. as somebody who has uh, had both, the Diablo mm-hmm. is probably like three hundred times worse. Yeah, bam, oh, that wow. So what I need to do is buy a Diablo just to experience that. So I go, look okay, at this is pretty easy, huh? Oh, it's, yeah, a, it's a very electrifying machine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know somebody that's got one for a good deal. <laughs> Wind it up. <laughs> it's only let's just say it's already charged, right? <laughs> oh lord. All right, I got a last thing. The last thing to finish up my week is we had a listener that about had a heart attack on us mentioning that the evil Flybrothers units will not be compatible with the old V touches and the classics. Tagamet pizza man. Yep. He like he was not able to sleep at night. I mean, there was I got phone calls and but I will say this. There's good news. Yeah. The Evo Flybrows unit will be compatible with all V touches and the classics. 
if you do a software update to those transmitters. Oh, okay. okay. Well, that was not initially mentioned, I don't think. I don't, I don't think so, but apparently this has kind of been vetted, you know, all the way up to Mikado USA, and that's the plan is that they're coming out with a software update to those older transmitters, and you will be able to use the Evo Flybos unit on those older radios. There's a catch, though. You might not be able to access or to change or modify the Evo parameters, the bells and whistles. Maybe mm-hmm. not. They haven't given a list of which ones are affected, which ones are not. So I'm thinking, like, for example, the one that was brought up is that with the old V-Touch, you might not be able to change your cyclic uh, uh, frequency or, you know, for your Pulse cyclics. Yeah, yeah. 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 That, you don't need that, that makes sense. That okay. makes sense. Yeah. But the touch, yeah. could you do that? No. The the new Evo Touch, yes. No, I'm talking about if you took Evo to old touch and did the no. software update. The, apparently, no. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what I, I going to work? I, I I think the every every feature that the old Neos had that's in the Evo will it's fine. It's the Done. new features that Evos have new, right? That you might not be able to uh, modify. And we don't have, but it, it will work. So the way I look at it is like, man, can I can I do the helicopter setup? Do I have a nitro governor? You know, if all that works, then you'll be good. Perfect. Because I guess they are talking about like the once the Evos are in, you know, available in good amounts, the old Neos will go away, supposedly. I don't know exactly what their plan is there or not, but. But the evil will work, so that's good news. Pizza man to sleep tonight. <laughs> um, but that's kind of all I have, you know. Just okay. a quick clarification, so some people could sleep at night, and then kind of what I did, which is not much. All right, wind it up. Wind, wind it, it up. up. Oh, let's get to Jay's week because Jay's week is he's got some things here. He's doing some work. Let's do Ain't it. nothing going on here. Ain't nothing going on here. Okay, hit us. I've just been working around the house. Uh, been flying since 2017 and then finally it got to that point where you have so much junk laying around on the floor it's time to redo the hobby room mm. right so is uh rearranging things and uh, moving the office and i used to have an office and hobby room kind of combined you know a lot of people do this you got your computer closed so i split those and i've got a separate office um but uh so been working on the hobby room um let's see i haven't flown in what was my last flight probably you know, it was the diablo I think that was my last electrifying flight. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So hmm. looking forward to chill out, getting ready. So any uh, news you can drop about chill out? Chill out? Uh, I mean, it's going to be fun. I yeah. can guarantee you that. Yeah. If you haven't been to RCHO, you need to come. Yeah. It's going to be a good time. Right on. So, uh, Jay, does your hobby room talk to you? It does. <laughs> I've you know, been building a relationship with Alexa. You know. <laughs> she, don't, she don't put out like I want her to, but, you know. <laughs> Even I if mean, you order her? I'm working on it. I'm working on it. One of the funniest things I think I heard your room say was when you walked in, you said, Alexa, turn hobby lights on. And what does she say? Oh, God, I can't remember which one was that about, Rodney. She said, Jay, did you crash your heli again? 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I forgot about that one. Oh, God, it was great. Wow, you got something that says, she says something about Rodney? Oh, yeah. yeah. Another time with the new lights that I added. She said, oh, it's bright enough even Rodney can see in here. Oh, my God. <laughs> that is great. I added uh, four LED. They're eight-foot-long LEDs. They're 9,000 lumens. Mm. It is, uh, it's like the sun in the hobby room. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Can't wait to get in the new house so I can start doing some lighting. It'd be great. Well, cool. You got anything else? Um, not looking forward to the, this podcast. It's going to be a fun time. All right. Great. Tom, buddy, what do you got? Not much. I, like Jay, um, took a break, dude. Uh, I, right after fall pool, I, I put everything just up and... For the past few months, I haven't touched a heli. I haven't simmed. I haven't, like, I mean, I literally took, like, a leave of absence. Silenced silenced uh, <laughs> notifications for uh, chat groups and, and, um, and uh, I guess, what is it, Facebook groups. Yeah. Um, I just, yeah, just kind of did a cleanse. Uh, Take a break. Uh, I want to say either last week or the, or the week before. Um, Thomas wanted me to come out and um, help him with his nitro, and um, so I got out there with uh, Brian and um, Sean, and um, that was the first time I, I uh, touched a helicopter in a couple months. And you know, things still flew, and I still know how to hover, so I guess we're okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh. i'm gonna yeah, well, i'm gonna sorely disappoint jay because i think i'm there now i think i've digressed the, the hovering yeah i don't don't believe it yeah <laughs> hovering upside down sideways at like 100 miles an hour at 100 <laughs> let's go wind it up wind it up, wind wind it up. up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's funny because um uh, when I was picking my heli up, or at least charging the receiver packs, I took I was taking a look at it, and um, I mean it was just literally dripping oil. That's awesome. <laughs> so, so I took a picture of it, and posted on uh, Heli Freak, or not Heli Freak, uh, Hangout, Heli Hangout. Yeah. And I think somebody posted, it, like, "Hey, what? How do you guys clean your helis?" And I just posted a picture of that and said, "I don't. You don't. <laughs> That's right." Just <laughs> dripping wet, drip dry, drip dry. The gravity drip take dry. care of it. That's yeah. right. Um, so yeah, that, I think that was uh, leftover oil from uh, ball pool. Mm. That's so awesome. Uh, but yeah, uh, winter. I kind of kept. Uh, you know, it's been a cold winter. There's been a lot of cold snaps coming through, so I've been um, neglecting some of my 3D printing equipment. So I decided to. Uh, work on the printer and, and bring it back up to uh snuff and um i mentioned that because it's kind of part of what we're going to talk about here in a little bit so um it, it's been a good tool to have and pretty useful for projects so i figured you know, it's a good time to um put some um, energy into the 3d printer because i mean they never get any kind of attention it's just they're there when you need it and then you just throw jobs at it and you know, you pick out whatever you make and then that's it. You never really do any maintenance to it. Yeah. 
So I thought it was a good time since I'm stepping away from doing anything I leave. Good indoor activity. Nice. What brand is that printer? Um, it's it started out as a, a Creality brand, but after a while, it kind of becomes just a Frankenstein, I guess. A mm-hmm. bunch of 3D printed parts. Yeah, a bunch of 3D printed <laughs> parts. <laughs> <laughs> and then I did some shooting, and that was about it. What'd you shoot, Tom? I shot everything, man. Everything that I had. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. kids, the wife, the house, the car. <laughs> I shot them all. <laughs> now you're really going to get some hate mail. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you like a handgun or rifle? Or both? Uh, okay. I got a 300 Blackout Air 15, uh, 1911. Um, got an XT40. So just. You know, dusting them off, make sure they all still work. Good cleaning. And it's been a while, so kind of missed shooting. And uh, Steve's been kind of going off the deep end on his shooting hobby, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of sparked an interest back in it. Like, hey, you know what? I should probably check and make sure all this stuff still works. And Gosh, some of us in the hobby, man, I tell you, we're like squirrels. Yeah. You know, like we have so many things that we uh, hobbies that we're kind of involved or been involved. That were like, all it takes is one other person to go, "Hey, I'm gonna do this." And you're like, "Oh yeah, I can do that." Yep, mm-hmm. done. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I really need to to cite in my AR still to this day, and part of it's because I I have decided I hate going to the range because they're just such safety Nazis. You know what I mean, like. <laughs> It's damn ridiculous. Like, like they take it to an extreme, you know? Yeah. And it's like, dude, fucking relax. You know, nobody's going to get hurt. I am not avidly trying to put a hole in someone's foot. Chill the fuck out, you know? So, dude, I got a, I got a hundred yard indoor range, like literally a mile and a half down the street from my, my house. That's amazing. That would be that's, fun. That's the first time I've ever seen a hundred yard indoor range. Yeah. That's but pretty um, it's pretty cool. I mean, it makes sighting your, your stuff in really easy. Yeah, yeah. Road trip. Road trip. Let's do it. Yeah. Wind it up. Wind it up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. All right. What else you got, Tom? Anything? No, that's my weakness. Timon, please save us, buddy. Save us? I don't think I'm the guy to save. <laughs> oh, Here we go. <laughs> I just did heli stuff all week, so I'm like the boring one out of the group. So, after our last podcast, we talked about low head speed, so I figured I'd give it a shot. And I went the complete opposite way. I am now officially a stick banger. I could not fly a low head speed to save my life. (laughs) I think I got a little too used to 2200 on the head, because I tried to do these simplest maneuvers, and it sounded like my poor Puma was ready to just blow apart. Oh, wow. Man, Simone would be uh, disappointed with that. She would. She's going to listen to this being like, I tried to tell you, Diamond. Yep. That's it. You know, like, she's going to forget you now. Forget (laughs) you now. That threw a curve. There's no forgetting the famous Chris. Yeah. There's no forgetting the famous That's right. Oh, Oh, God. Great. But towards the end of the day, we were getting it dialed in a little bit. I'm glad I went with Kevin's advice and went 8S because it's definitely the ticket on that thing. Mm. I did, what What was it you had? 6S or 7S when I got it from you? 7. 7? I don't know why the 8S packs just feel better in it than the 7S. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But, but I mean, to be fair, those 7S packs were super tired. 
Those you are, gave those me are like the packs. ones. Are they like brand new Ovonix packs? Is that why? Oh, God. Oh. I said they Ooh. were used. They were tired. How could they be brand new, <laughs> so you Cholo? Just, you just got them out of the package? <laughs> yeah, clean your fucking ears out, Cholo. He has them a, he has a big... <laughs> Yeah, it's him a big sausage. Yeah, they turned the sausage. The seven S are freaking done. Yeah. Are you giving me his seven S packs for like past retirement point? Oh yeah. Yeah, they're done, dude. Too much uh too much Rozilla time. A little bit too much sauce for him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he can't use a auto uh detect on his ESC because it'll just pick up as a six S. Yeah. <laughs> Cholo's just mad because he bought the wrong size pack. And he's trying to convince himself he bought five thousands, even though they're thirty threes, and they're labeled fifty two. I yeah, don't know. That, that's yeah. You're you're just reading it wrong. Yeah, backwards. <laughs> they're twenty fives. Zero 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 twenty five. Yeah, success twenty five s pack twenty five pack. That's that new Amazon math. Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh man, that's great. Oh Jesus. All right. What else you got? Anything? Uh, the rest of that day went uh, pretty good until a heli met the ground, and then it wasn't so good. Mm. Which one did you crash? Uh, I crashed my beloved Raw. That poor thing hasn't had a crash. I was jinxed it. Before we left for the field, I was telling the one guy we fly with, I'm like, I haven't crashed this thing since I got it. Oh. And mm-hmm. we went there, and the yep. boom hit the ground first, snapped the boom in half, and we watched the body of the heli shoot another 100 yards. I'm like, this has to be like the coolest crash I've done. I wish we were videoing it because like the way it hit was like odd. It hit on its side and you just watched one part of the heli go one way and the other half to shoot across the field. Ow. Well, we you should have, have, I, you know what? He has the most amazing crashes. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I mean, if you go to a fun flying and, and you see diamond flying, you, you have to go and watch pretty much all of his flights because he has some really good crashes in it. I mean, I'm just. I you only have you been to RCHO yet? No. <laughs> he he work. Oh my gosh. I mean, I hope he brings like his quick trigger, like sp- uh, spring fling edition. Oh yeah. When he crashed, like what? How many did you crash in? Like two less helis. Than five minutes? Like three two seconds. In- <laughs> yeah. It was like it had been like thirty seconds because the pack was only like eighty <laughs> percent. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we broke the we broke like the bottom. We broke the boom in one heli, and then I went and grabbed the other one, and I literally did the same exact thing. That was great. Was it awesome? Was that the Black Thunder? I think. Yeah, it was both my Black Thunders. <laughs> Wasn't one a three blade this. or no? Yeah, one was a three blade. Jeez, that was awesome. Oh God. Mm-mm-mm. Well, can't wait to see you fly at RCHO. Absolutely. Yeah, I can't wait to fly into the side of. Uh, the camper andy's camper andy's yeah. camper. are you going to be the one <laughs> to stand up on top and take off from it i mean if somebody won't do it i'll do it mm. you back there be like diamante i bet you can't shoot that gap right there <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh famous last okay. words actually no what we need to do is we need to some we need to get somebody to uh land on the sign the send it sign on the side of the shed? No, the the if you put the sign back out on uh, in oh, the back of the field, take it back out there in the field. Yeah, Kyle Stacy was here. That was funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to see that. 
there's got to be. I mean, Chris, Chris has got the skills, right, Jay? I think Chris has got the skills. He can handle it. Mm-hmm. So we landed on a send it sign. What am I doing so here? There's like a so sign, like, it. yeah, just park it. Like you land on a wall with your skits, but it's way out there in the field. Nah, just do it on the shed. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right to the shed, man. Okay. Yeah, as long as it doesn't hurt a generator, we'll be fine. <laughs> It'll be all right. Generators on the other side, we're good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> spill my beer. Wind it up. Yep. And attendant sixty just reached a hundred. How sturdy is this stead? I want to be the one reliable for this thing blowing through the side of it. Nah. Yeah, right. Can't we it. got Ronnie. Ronnie will be there. We got both fixed glass. He'll be, yeah, yeah it's be, got you'll be fixed ballistics before. glass on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> so even if he makes it through, it will plaster itself onto the ballistic glass. <laughs> Look, it'll already be hanging on the wall of shame. We won't even have to mount it. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Oh, Can't wait! Can't wait! I love bad ideas. <laughs> yep. Oh, uh, yep. is that uh-huh. it? Uh, I have one more thing. What you got? Ooh, what you got? Uh, unlike Cholo, I can handle the cold. So I went and flew in the snow yesterday. Nice. Mm-mm. And then I got some cool photos of the Kraken in the snow. And I saw yeah, one of those. It. Videos or it didn't happen. Mm. <laughs> we definitely need more diamond videos. Mm-hmm. Yep. Agreed. It's yep. kind of tough because I fly alone. Well, put Except that shit on your hat and go. Well, yeah, don't be a loner. Listen, you know, <laughs> you know, when you put a hat cam on, anything can happen. You know, your heli well, might I'll even blow up right in front of your face. But at least you got it on video. That's right. Exactly. Kevin smashed me into the roof of the uh, shed. <laughs> yeah, I did a couple times. <laughs> yeah, he was like, "Duck, dummy!" <laughs> <laughs> oh, he went. He went Facebook or he went Messenger. Uh, video and uh, stuck me on his uh, hat cam <clears throat> then all of a sudden he's walking to his car and bam it's like damn that hurt i felt that like way over here <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness that was a good day hey tom look at this Boof! <laughs> that, that was epic uh, yeah what did you do you just i don't know i just i was just hovering yeah i was just hovering i think just look how bad it's shaking Boom! Just flat out. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, it's sitting <laughs> in a lump it. in Cholo's floor right now. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's, it's in a trash bag. Half of it is. Half of it's in a trash bag. <laughs> uh, well, More speaking of Cholo, of what, Cholo, trash bag, and you thinking of me? Well, I mean, oh, you know, that's rude. I mean, that's rude. You Thank said you. it, I didn't. You thought it though. No, I was trying to get to your week, but whatever. It's cool. It's okay. Mm. Well, this week I've been doing a lot of uh, educating myself for work, trying to be smarter. You know, yeah. put the water, wet stuff on the water red stuff. Water puts out fire? Thing. Yeah, wet stuff on the red stuff and you're good. <laughs> Sticky side down on a Band-Aid. I can handle that. <laughs> um, been doing that for a little bit. I started getting all the stuff to start mixing up some nitro because I'm running a little low. Nice. Start getting that all done. And well, yesterday I built and made a, a Kraken SKSE. That thing did pretty good. I was actually really happy with it. Flew different than the my raw three blade, even with the same size. Just just felt different. I kind of liked it a little better. Wait, you built and maidened in one day? A KSE? Yeah, 
Mm-hmm. It's epic. Power build. Nice. Things might be put on backwards, but it still flew, so it doesn't really matter. Oh, yeah. God. But, uh, yeah, I got that all taken <laughs> care of. And then my buddy came into town from North Carolina, and he has an oxy, an oxy nitro that he's been having trouble getting set up. So we tuned that, got that thing running pretty good, which I well on 603s. That thing flies pretty good, I'm not going to lie. It, it was set up nice, and he just he hasn't flown it in like a year. So it was just going through and blowing all the quick dust out of it and tightening up the tune. And then uh, we went flying. We flew for the rest of the day, which was nice. It was kind of cool. It was in the 50s, so nitro I wasn't weather. happy. It is nitro weather, but I wasn't happy. Anything under 75, I'm wearing two pairs of pants and three sweaters. Good. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. I, I like the beach. Nice and warm. <laughs> not Florida. That's not Florida weather. Uh, what, in the 50s for the next three days? Big old today's. Next three mm-hmm. days? Here? 50s? No. Oh, I couldn't do it. Wait. Oh, sorry. It's getting to be in the mid 40s. So I'm probably going to stay inside. It's like winter. Good. Last or something down here. I hear you. We're in the single digits here. Hey, while you're inside, convert that Kraken SKSC to a nitro, bro. Woo! Yes. I, I have the stuff to do it. You need do to do it. it. Cause I, I I made the uh HD uh nitro and put a three blade setup on it and it flies pretty amazing. You like it? Yeah. The cyclic response is amazing. I mean it, it is it it's like flying in the sim. It was my first time flying the the S line seven hundreds on the three blade. And that maybe I wonder if that's the difference between because I had the older style blades on my raw yeah i got the older set i got the older style three blade set i don't have the s blades i'd like to try it eventually you know what you should do you should try that like one set that nobody has on the crack that i have yes yes i might do it give those a try i gotta count they're unobtainium I got a couch with Cholo's name on it. Mm. Casting couch. I'm out. Let's go. Everybody can get a pull. (laughs) (laughs) Running the train. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Yeah, that's pretty much it. It's been kind of busy, but not too busy. Well, I don't have a week. What? There's nothing to talk about. Not surprised. Yeah. Dude, what happened? I don't know. I um. I hope by spring fling, my situation improves. It will. I hope so. Um, I hope yeah. by chill out, your situation improves. Well, I'm coming to chill out, but it just may not be with a new nitro kit. Unfortunately, sorry, Tanner, but you know, I'm just too right. busy over here, man. All right, so I'll tell you what. What? Box that shit up. It is boxed. It's still a kit. All right, so box everything to make uh, to build uh, it. Put my address on it, and UPS it over. Well, I, I, I want I've been it telling back, that though. for months. <laughs> I've been it's telling that has. for months now. Why does Kevin get so many builders? So, so Cholo's got what two, three? He right. Well, the two. He was going to do yeah. the two. Well, yeah. really one, but yeah. 
So you can send me the send me the black nitro and and I'll get that ready for you. Yes. I mean, it's it's super tempting. And I may have to. Well, here's the thing and here's why too is it it's coming with the YS. And no offense to Cholo, but I know that you are the YS whisperer, so um uh You know what, Tom, maybe. Maybe, sir. I'm just uh, saying a chill out a chill out maiden is is written all over it, man. I am. Um, Which YS? Sorry, 91, 96? 91 SRX with a Powatune. Okay, okay. I hear you. Yeah. Mm. I like so, it. It's Lincoln's motor. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> yep. Yep. He's like, oh, okay. Great. Situation that's a, changed. That's a full send maiden right there. Yep. Yeah. Like, like I don't even need an RPM sensor or anything. We're just going to do it 100% flat curve and oh, send no. it. Go. Just mm. go. Yep. Done. The whole motor's brand new. I think half those parts are mine. That's how, that's how you make <laughs> oh, it. Oh, God. Uh, well, I mean, I have a couple motors. I have the 3DS, too. Well, just bring it all. Well, I'll, no, I'll, I'll get mail it, set, it all. I'll, I'll get it. No, I'll get it set up with your 91 SRX. Yeah. You can bring the 3DS so that, you know, if something were to go wrong on the first maiden, you still have a 3DS that you can throw in there. Yeah. Swap it. Yeah. Yep. Hot swap. All right, Tom, you might have a deal. I might do that. Because I, I really don't have time. I can't. I just can't. I mean, any time that I take away from doing what I should be doing is, is not good. So. But I was not about to miss tonight's show, I'll tell you that. I mean, I can't promise that the blades are going to spin in the correct direction or something, you know, but it'll fly. As long <laughs> as it flies, I don't care. Yeah, yeah, we'll just put the blades on backwards. Yep. There you go. <laughs> oh goodness it would be fun to uh have that ready that'd be neat okay well cool we'll talk um so yeah that's all i got man i'm i'm just i'm buried in work and studying still so i got nothing exciting going on what else we got what are we moving into what are we doing what's popping? Ooh. We're getting in that. Boom. That popping. Mm. We got some popping news. We got poppin'? some some stuff. Yeah. Well, you know, finally we got the flash coming, the Oxy Flash, the 700. How much? $899. You know, Ooh. man, I'm gonna tell you. I'm happy to see $899. Yeah. You know? Because I get it, you know, with times changing, you know, obviously everything has gotten more expensive, especially with like the shipping and whatever. But I was really concerned. I was concerned that Luca was going to try and go full ham on this and like try and grab a thousand or more. And I think we've talked about this before, haven't we? Where we're like, you know what? It really needs to be eight ninety nine. Have we, we not? Have. I think I think we did. Yeah. So. I'm I'm happy to see it. I think it's uh, a very fair price. I I want to see more of it though. I want to see I want to see it in person. Because as much as I I love our boy Bill Ann and he does a fantastic job with you know videos, the seventeen hundred and nineteen hundred video just was not doing it for me. I I needed I needed more. You I, want full head speed, full more tilt, power. as yeah, fast I, as hard as somebody can fly it. I need the, the, the Devon flights that we get underneath the lights, like going full ham. You know what I mean? I do believe that's going to happen. 
I, I mean, he's got the new flash and he's going to be a, a chill out. That's what I need to see. None of this, you know, big happen. air BS. Sorry, Devin. Love you, but no. So, yeah, that's what I want to see. I, I think it'll be a good machine. Um, hey, so what's the price on the um, Spectres, the enemies? and Those are over eight or over oh. nine. Sorry. Okay. Okay. They? So, um, I believe so. Ones so with blades are over nine. Ones without blades, are they eight forty nine? Is that still a thing? The the regular Spectre V two without blades? Where's our where's hmm. our I team? I don't know, that's a good question. I don't keep an eye on that. Yeah, I, I feel like early on we were saying it was like eight forty nine without blades, but with blades it was like nine thirty eight. <laughs> Whatever. They were trying to be a dollar less than the raw. Yeah. You know? Uh, but I, the I mean, enemy, I, I'm not I, sure about you the know. kit. Yeah, the kit online is eight forty nine ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Okay. Not the Nick Maxwell edition. Nick Maxwell edition is is nine forty nine. Yep. But that comes with blades though, right? No? Does that not uh, come with blades? I don't know. Hmm. Yes, yes, that comes with blades. Okay. Okay. No, I apologize. I'm sorry. That's needed to complete. Nope, it does not come with blades. That's yes, say, I think without blades, blades. For both of them. So, due to the fact that the flash is eight ninety nine, being that it's fifty bucks more, I am willing to bet it's not coming with blades. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't right. think do they really? Those don't come with the oxys. Don't really come with blades, do they? I don't think so. Oh, uh, I thought I thought I thought that they might be including a set of Lynx blades. I don't the know. Flash? Yeah, really? I'm not sure. Well, I mean, <clears throat> I think these are the the Flash is limited, right? It can't use long blades. It has to be a 690 or 700, I think max. Okay, so it's a Logo 690. Yeah, it's it's one of the lighter frame type uh, 700s. Mm-hmm. If I'm not mistaken, I think that's what. I heard the last time uh, Devin was talking about it. <clears throat> Excuse me. So 700 yeah. max. Yeah, there's not much information like on, let's say, some of the other websites, right? They sell like all, like A main or anything like that. Hmm. Hmm. We'll have to wait and see because some, some of their kits come with blades, some of them don't come with blades. Okay. I mean, if it came with blades, that would be awesome. Uh, but. Even eight ninety nine as the kit price with no blades, I I can't be mad at that. You know what I mean? No, that's not bad. No, that's actually a really good price. You know, mm-hmm. it's actually a good looking heli. I like the canopy on it. it looks nice. Yeah, but I do want to see it rip. I want to see. I want to see angry flights. All the head speed. All of it. Yes. Well, well, it is in production now, right? Because the, um, the, these are production kits, right? I mean, they're, it's just the team pilots getting it, but it is an actual production kit, right? That is the yeah, production yeah. kit. Yeah, so yeah. if that's yeah. the case, then mm-hmm. that means parts are available, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So that I just looked no at the. I just look at the links website. I don't see it on there on their website. No, Ali Direct doesn't yeah. have it either. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean. There's not much information. Like we were, you know, we're getting some stuff, but I don't. It's here and there, you know. Yeah, it's not, I mean, it hasn't been advertised. It, yeah, it's, I don't think it's shipping or it's up for order yet. 
but I yeah, I'm curious. I wonder if their blades are coming with that. I mean, I could message somebody real quick and see. Yeah. I mean, either way, like I think in that range of 800 to 900 bucks, blades or no blades, I think it's fair. You know. Yeah, I do yeah. too. I do too. So I I don't know if not having blades is going to if I was in the market, it would make me go like, "Oh, I'm not getting it." You know what I mean? I I think that these are actually really good kits. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't classify them as, you know, cheaper cheaper brand. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think he is a premium brand, right? I mean, do we agree mm-hmm. on that? Yeah, I can agree oh, yeah, with you on that one. Yeah. 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 I mean, I think they, they carried over a lot of the design stuff that they had on the HF. You know, yeah, on the 700. Yeah. So, you know, kind of what they figured out on that one and they tested, you know, by releasing the HF, I think mm-hmm. a lot of that stuff has been carried over. But um, I think it's also, uh, it, it's larger though, right? The the side frames and things are scaled up from the uh, the 5, whatever it is, the, the Oxy 5. It sure looks like it. I think they're the same. They're similar. They're yeah. not scaled up exactly because, like, there was in the video, it looked like they, he said there was different cutouts in it, and it's the same but different. Hmm. Okay. Well, yeah, I I want to see it rip, but I would I would love to see other people flying it too. Yeah, I mean, just, I think I think it's a direct competitor, you know, in lack of better words, to the Puma. Yeah, right. I'd agree with that. I totally would agree with that. And that's why I was about to say this, is if I were to get one, uh, I would put the 403560 in it. I would not put a 4525. I don't think you need it. Yeah, I mean, I I think you're right there. You could play with the different power systems. Because um, what was uh, in the video? I didn't even pay attention. I watched the video. I think uh, Devin's using a 4525. He's doing 6S on it? Uh, or no, he's S? doing 12S. Is it I was going to say, I think Devin's got a full-on 700 normal setup in it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's what I think it too. Because I know it can... Ex- I'm here, reading here online, you can go from a 4030 and up. Okay. Is what it's set up for. Yeah. I think I think Kevin needs to build one with a Turek 50XX. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. It ripped, yep. the, ripped the skids right off. Let her rip, dude. 14s. Yep. Oh god. Mm. Dude, like a 14s, but like 2,000 packs. I don't think that main gear could handle it. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> I think that main uh, gear would be like zip and be done. Yeah. I think we need to see it for science. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> for science. Well, then I tell you what, Luca needs to send the heli heads one at wholesale, and we'll do some testing. I'm not Let's saying I won't it. pay for it, but I'm not paying retail. So you give us one at wholesale, we'll do some testing. We'll get our lab jackets on and make a video. That's right. <laughs> yep. I'll get DMI lab on jackets, the job. Safety helmets, goggles. Safety helmets. Mm. No, we need <laughs> Todd, a safety shield. <laughs> Todd, Todd right now is running for his like underground basement. He's like <laughs> <laughs> pulling the big shelter. vault door shut. He's like, nope. <laughs> Got my beer goggles on. Oh, man. Give That's Kevin right. the beer goggles instead of us the regular That's ones. Right. Here you go. Jay, <laughs> Jay would be right by my side. He'd be like, wind it up. Wind it up. <laughs> okay, so let, let's. So if you don't buy the Oxy Flash, 
what kind of other enemy model would you get right now? And me? So here's my real thoughts on that is I would not, I, I love Nick. He dude's awesome. Like he flies freaking incredible, but I don't need an enemy kit. I would go with the V2, <laughs> you know, just because, right? Um, now, obviously, with this new Nitro coming, it is Nick's, you know, Nitro. So you, it's going to be all decked out with his name all over it, um, mm-hmm. which is fine, whatever. Uh, but in terms of electrics, I don't, I wouldn't need his kit. I would just go with the and or the uh, the V2, regular mm-hmm. V2. You know, I think it's a good kit. I mean, you know, crashing aside. I, I don't think there's there's nothing wrong with that kid. It flies really good. Mm-hmm. You know. And the nitro's out. Ooh. Is it up for, for like purchase or uh, again, once again, is it just yeah. the production kits have reached certain I th- people? I think some of the pre production is starting to get into people's hands. So it's pre production or is it production? Yeah. Well, I, I I don't even think they have a canopy finalized yet. Okay. And that box that frank got looked like it was just a pile of parts yeah right? so i think yeah. so but it's getting close pre. yeah pre-production but it's i think they're they're sending here in the near future like month i, I think you're gonna see at least the pre-order for it mm-hmm. you know so we're getting close with that one too yeah mm-hmm. i mean more nitros yeah more nitros like i don't care who you know you could say frank more doritos on it <laughs> I don't, you know, if it's it's a goo flying nitro, then let her rip, you know. I did it. So Fly more nitro. <laughs> so here's my question. This might come off as a little bit of a jab, but Tron, where are you at? Tron is in, on Heli Direct now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, nothing new. No, they don't have a 700 nitro yet. And they don't even yeah. have like anything smaller, or you know what I mean? Like it's just. <laughs> They have they got that, that five. They got that five. Yeah, the five eighty yeah. nitro. Yep. We need that TB seventy nitro. Mm. <laughs> I was gonna. Say, that's that's mm. a good. One. I was gonna say because Synergy hasn't nitro seven hundred yet, so Tron doesn't have one yet. Okay, so soon? put them all up for grabs, right? Which one you buying? All the 600 nitros or the no? I'm talking about the 700 electrics. Like they're all at this point, they're all the same freaking price. Electric? Who flies electric? Yeah, like <laughs> you yeah. do apparently. Me? <laughs> yeah, I've high voltage. <laughs> I voltage. Super high voltage. Uh, yeah. Oh, J high voltage treadway. Yeah. That's, no, his, that's no, his dude. Nickname. His new name is going to be Gigawatts. <laughs> Gigawatts. <laughs> Gigawatts. <laughs> Great Scotts. Oh. Yeah, the flight I, I mean, line dancing think, the jig, doing the gigawatt. I think, generally speaking, all the 700s that we have currently, right, are great flying machines, right? They fly. I don't think you're going to... I think it really comes down to what you like from a visual, like, you know, the shape, the, you know, boom supports, no boom supports, and all that jets. Because I think all of them are really good helis, you know. And then, you know, like some people might pick a certain brand because of the support they get. You yeah, know? I agree. I agree with that. You can't really go wrong these days with, with whatever yeah. brand. So they all fly great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, and, it's just you know, a matter of preference of do you want cheaper parts? Do you yeah. want, you know, like bright, flashy colors? Do you, yeah. Know? 
is you know, the TV70 you... up for grabs yet? Or is it yes, still it's on, on Heli Direct right now? Is it? And it's okay. 939? 939, yep. Ooh, that's uh, you know what I mean? Like steep. That's, okay. steep. that's steep. That's steep for a line. Yep. Listen, people can say what they want, right? I mean, uh, to clone or whatever, you know, whatever. Who cares? Uh, but I mean, I, the more and more I I've seen some of the pictures of how the drivetrain works and all that, like, dude, it's you know, it's spot on with what's going on. You know, mm-hmm. can't be mad at that. Like, it's it looks like a solid kit. With a kit. What's that? I'm just happy a line came out with a kit and they're back in the game. Yeah. Right. <laughs> the only thing disappointing about that kit, I think we all agree, is the canopy. All right, what's wrong with the canopy? Oh, God. Here we go. It's the ugliest thing ever. Yeah. It is not the ugliest thing ever. Oh, what's a canopy? What's a canopy? Ever. I mean, I don't think that in the new generation heli, so let's say in the past six to ten years i don't think really you people bought a line because man the canopy is out of this world i i just don't think that was the case no you know i think people buy a line because you could buy it you know in the different combos and it comes with all the parts and it's for a fair price yeah you know i still think you to know? this day the best canopy a line ever did was the t-rex 700 nitro Agree. Yeah. Agree. One hundred percent. Hundred percent. Boy, not that I flew with the canopy, but yeah. <laughs> right. was, uh, the the, the like canopy is for static minutes. display. Yeah. Is yeah. to keep your I mean, electronics out of the sun. If you look at, so I don't know if you if you guys had a chance to look at the kit price, right? Because of course, even the Align TB70 kit still comes with the motor, but it's like nine hundred and forty bucks with the motor kit and motor. See. But that's you know? that's something to take into consideration because yeah. that motor ain't no slouch either. What is it, an eight fifty? Yeah, it's yeah. it's it's that's a, a big it's a beast. It's a big yeah, boy. It's, it's like a it's like a forty five thirty five, I think. Yeah, it's freaking yeah. hoss. Like yeah. it ain't no slouch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I really like but you know, that's that's just it. You know, like that's you know, it's a it's a budget helicopter. I mean you if, know? You, if you know Motor to motor, I mean, that's at the at the minimum, it's a four hundred dollar motor. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Wow. Well, it's, in comparison, it's a, it's a line price, so it's okay. like two fifty. Uh, I'm officially <laughs> impressed. I just, I just, I just looked up the specs because I just wanted to see what kind of gear ratio, and uh, they they finally gone with uh, a good tail ratio, four point eight three. Yep, and it's belt. Yep, yep, all belt driven. Yep. They've they finally. I mean, it, it sounds like the the goblins. <laughs> it's got the same, but there's still a little bit of tail wine. But generally speaking, to me, when you I was watching Alan Zabo fly it, I was like, you know, if you close your eyes, you didn't know what you were hearing. You're like, eh, it sounds like a goblin, you know. But at the end of the day, yeah, but it's most for of them price, do. Man. I mean, anything yeah. belted sounds, you know, in that same family. Exactly. You know. You know, but the way I look at it, it's a, it's a budget build. You know, right. that's you know, at the end of the day, that's why like if budget is an issue for you as a pilot, 
you can't go wrong with a TB70. Yeah. Man, it almost looks like we can uh, run an HD kit on that thing, convert it to Nitro. Right? I was just looking at that. I was thinking, man, that's a wicked <laughs> Oh, my God. Nitro into that thing. Oh. God, sorry. Yeah, All right. Well, let's them right on there. Let's, let's, since we brought that up, let's clean up the what's popping. Let's finish this. And then we get into, let's talk about that. Maybe further. we should talk about it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, so no, what was the last uh, thing? The last thing on the what's popping. Yeah. Well, let's, let's I, this was just, this was just a joke. So I hate to completely derail our, our transition, mm-hmm. but, uh, Chris Nutt jumps onto the, the hangout and starts talking about his farm and want to throw a fun fly. And I was just thinking we all should like, coordinate a day a weekend without him knowing and we should just all show up, <laughs> show up. <laughs> yes. uh, and be like, like we're here and you know what that's the day he's gonna have all these clients with horses oh god that'd be so uh, great that'd be amazing that'll be kind of funny though like if he just sees like 30 cars pulling his driveway like what the hell is going on oh dude 30 rvs <laughs> yep with with eric's shoe in the first car you know hi how you doing man this is a really nice place god i miss that guy beer truck first and have him ask him where to put the keg right <laughs> dude that'll yeah. be awesome <laughs> yeah uh, oh my goodness well you know um, i think that's, that's possible yeah i mean i have direct flights right into charleston there you go Mm-hmm. You you just tell me when, and we'll fit you into schedule. Well, I mean, you're more than welcome anytime. So you know, I know that. The, get the plane ticket. Mm, so we're just gonna go crash it. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk some more offline. All right. Sounds good. You know what's really oh. sad though? Just talking about right. Chris Nutt. Do you know how I'm gonna deliver his golf case back to him? Oh. Broken. All the way to RCHO. That's how I'm gonna deliver it back to him. Why don't you just go to his house? Because we don't do that. That's not what me and Chris do. <laughs> but, you, but you want to gather 30 plus people and just show up and you wouldn't go on your own. I know. It's terrible. That's what he and I do. I'm like, hey, just bring it to me. It, it, it chill out. I'll be there. He's like, okay. How far does he live from you? Like 30 minutes. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I'm not just... kidding. I'm like, dude, I never see the guy. He's working all the time. And I'm like, you going to the, the, the fun fly? He's like, yeah, I'll be there. I'm like, okay, cool. It'll be fun to hang out with you. <laughs> just drop it like Just drop it off in one of his horse stables. Yeah, yeah. No, that was just for a joke. All right, so are we good? Nothing else popping? Good. Good. Uh, good. Okay. Good. Well, let's uh, take a short break. We'll be right back. I'm feeling nostalgic. You feeling nostalgic? Yeah, I feel like I'm going back in time. Like 2012. Oh, you mean iconic. Yeah, that might be it. Speaking of iconic, SAV just re-released some of the most iconic legendary helis that changed the face of RC helicopters. You may have to act fast, as BK Hobbies, the US distributor, has only a small handful of these helis. Well, especially with the black nitro, because, well, I might have picked one of those up. Better hurry before Ron Chorus buys them all. And the parts? SAB will have you covered for parts. They plan on making sure parts will be readily available for the foreseeable future. 
All right. Well, there you have it. If you're feeling nostalgic, get over to bkhobbies.com to pick up your new old heli today. All right, welcome back, everybody. Uh, as mentioned before, we have a couple of very special guests to our show, uh, some of our very good friends, and we are going to talk about something pretty special tonight. So, I, again, feel like this is a topic that has not been covered before, and uh, this uh, show topic, I have to give credit to uh, Cholo. He hit me with it, and I was like, dude, this sounds amazing. So, the reason that Jay and Tom are here we wanted someone else to join, but he is, he's not available at this time. But Jay and Tom decided to come on and talk about these conversion kits that they've been designing and creating for, for helicopters. And uh, we kind of wanted to get into you know, how they do it, the process, and you know, uh, how long it takes. I mean, the whole shooting match from start to finish. And uh, we're going to get into that tonight. So pretty excited for this one. Hope you guys enjoy it. And, uh, you know, Tom, Jay, why would you do this? Why would you convert a perfectly good electric helicopter into a nitro? Take it away, Tom. Why wouldn't you? Um, I mean, I don't <laughs> no, know. That's, that's what I'm asking. That's what I asked. Knows. Everybody knows nitro is better than electric. <laughs> oh, Lord. Here we go. Yes. Uh, right? I have to agree. I do. I'm no, serious. nitro is awesome. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a living, breathing thing, dude. You know, electric is like no soul. It just winds and it just winds. And as long mm-hmm. as you just keep charging the battery, it's, it's all good. Yeah. But, I mean, you could go buy a nitro that's, you know, from factory, a nitro. So why would you take, you know, a nitro, uh, electric, and turn it into a nitro if you could go buy nitros out there from factory? Now, I mean, it just depends, right? It depends what you're after. Um, if if you have a fact, you know, a production nitro, and you have things that you prefer, um, whether it be flight characteristics or, you know, just parts. Let's say um, the production raw nitro. You know, it uses uh, smaller main shaft smaller fe- uh, feathering spindle uh you know and they do it to save weight um but it comes at a cost right anything anytime you make things smaller lighter um they're not as strong so they require a little more attention um you know it everything it, it's like a domino effect right when you start using smaller parts uh, like the shaft then you can go down to smaller bearings. So you go to smaller bearings, you can use smaller gears and, you know, it's, so it kind of just trickles down and everything becomes smaller. But when you do that, you start losing strength. Uh, bearings don't last as long or uh, you can't take as much abuse. So uh, it, it just depends what you want. It's, um, it, it's, it's all a balancing act. Yeah. So it comes out of like some sort of necessity, right? At the end of the day, right? Because you might see or you might have issues where depending on your flight style, you might, the being a production, it might not work as good. Maybe the production model that you're flying that was a nitro back in the day is no longer, you know, there's no more parts availability, right? So you have to do some kind of conversion to still be able to fly that model with 
some other parts that you design, right? Yeah, yeah. You brought a good you brought up a good point. Necessity. Um, so, like one of the big ones that we did was uh, the Mastro Nitro. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a few of us that have it, and we all agree that it flies amazing. It's a great helicopter. Um, it, it's a really good model, but the thing about that model is. Um, it didn't have a whole lot of time to mature. Um, I, I believe Avant went um, kind of AWOL and, and disappeared after that Nitro model was released. It wasn't very long after that. So, you know, most production helicopters, they, they have, you know, they release their initial model and then they improve on it and then they release a, you know, maybe hop-up parts or they release another model that's a version two that's, you know, fixed a few things that they might have found that didn't work on the version one as well. Um, so you had this maturity process of, of these models. Um, but the Mastro really never reached the maturity process because it was released and then the company kind of went under. Right. Um, so kick in in there, Tom, is the Mastro was different. You know, it had some design features or qualities you want to say that was just different from a lot of the other models that were out there. Oh yeah, it was very different. Um, I mean, it's it's the cyclic. Yeah, the way the cyclic servos are laid out, and and how small the swash is, mm-hmm. um, the geometry of the head. I mean, everything about it at that time period was was a very uh, different heli. Mm-hmm. And um, it was also a boutique heli at that time, so not, it wasn't a a mass produced and sold like um, you know something like a raw or a line or, or, uh, XL power heli. Right. Right. And like the so, servos, they had a three point connection because it actually mounted into the, the head block, well, not the head block, but the, the, the mother plate. Mother plate. Yeah, yeah, the, mother plate. The, the mother plate. Yeah. Yeah. And it also had a, a support. There was a pin that actually went into the servo, uh, spline. Mm-hmm. So that it it supported any of the it's, yeah it's it basically a three point mounting system and um, it took the a lot of the um, where all the forces end up uh, it you know it, it took the load a lot off of that servo so yeah it had some really interesting designs it was really cool um, it flies great um, but like any other helis you know you you fly it enough and you start to figure things out like. You know what? This is a weak spot here. Um, this, you know, it's tail heavy here. You start to find and start nitpicking at all the little things that are wrong with it. Um, so that's right, kind of have, that, you know, if you've had a lot of different helicopters, you've come yeah. to the point where you're just like, man, I would prefer if this bolt or if this piece did this, yeah. or if it was placed here, if it was made this way. It's a kind of it, some of it can even be just a preference. Yeah. Right. You know? Yeah. So, like, what, like, what's your time frame? You like normally expect something like that, like going through the start designing stuff like that. Like, what's it take you for doing a model like that? <laughs> when we started, we didn't think it was going to take as long as it did. I can promise <laughs> you that. <laughs> well, yeah, that's the, that's the big that's the big thing, the big gotcha. But when we started initially, it was like, all right, we all had an issue with the clutch stack. It was the bearings were tiny, the way it was designed. You had to have that engine perfectly aligned. Um, and even when you did, it, it, 
you know, you could put brand new bearings in and within the first day of you using it, it starts squeaking and it's, it was just a really not well thought out design. Um, because essentially this model actually was released as an electric and then they released the nitro version, which basically all they did is they took the mother plate and then redesigned some, uh, side frames to just slap on a nitro motor on it. Um, kind of became a running joke remember with john yeah take off and you're like john what is that sound it's he's like i don't worry that's just the maestro (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's like what's wrong with your tail when when you're yeah when you're pirouetting it the maestro makes a very distinct like whipping noise um and and people are like dude is something wrong with you no it's just the maestro noise um yeah it's a really cool heli um but that's initially how it started the clutch deck and mm-hmm. of course we all really like the way the sab front end is designed it's got no clutch deck it's it's very simple design it's got a a bell a pulley um you got the clutch and it's done there's no there's no bearing there's no start shaft there's no starter cup uh you know and you don't have to worry about any of that stuff it's just once the engine is in the um, the front end, it's there, and you got a fan shroud right over it, and that that's it. There's nothing else there. So the the simplicity of that, you know, we were all thinking, you know what, it would be really cool if we can stick an SAB front end on there and just completely get rid of the clutch deck. That would yeah. that would do. You're also breaking the front. Remember where the front gear mounts? Yeah, breaking that on the frame, and it's all one piece, so you'd have to buy the whole frame. Yeah, so that's 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 basically how it started with that clutch stack, and then it evolved into, you know what? If we did replace that, we might be able to get rid of that weak spot. So the Mastro, uh, the Nitro Mastro, the way the throttle servo was placed in the frame was placed in such a way and angle that it created a very very thin spot. And um, what would happen is, it, yeah, if you landed hard or anything, um, the the impact or the force from the skids would travel up to that thin spot and it would crack the frame every time. Mm. Um, so I think we looked at possibly cutting frames out and turning the servo like at a 45 degree angle. And then that would create way more meat where that weak spot is. Right. And that was kind of like the evolution of, okay, if we do the clutch deck and it's, we're able to get rid of this, then we could completely do away with the front end of it and that would also eliminate the throttle sort of a weak spot so it was all downhill from there yep basically um and we talked about it for a while i mean it was probably yeah i mean we talked about that that whole thing what since 2018 2019 ish like dragonfly um and then you, one, you started cleaning up the front end, but it didn't stop there. Like you guys all of a sudden started catching well, other things, right? Yeah. Well, that's, that's pretty much where it started and how it started. Right. Um, and, and that's kind of like where everything sparked. Uh, and just, I think out of the blue, when was it, Jay? Like 2020, 2021? Mm-hmm. 2020, right? So 2020, Jay. Time, you got to. Right in the middle of that, you remember it was when we were doing power tune as well. We came out yeah. and started testing the power tune kit, and we're in the middle of designing that. Mm-hmm. And this was like we had started talking about the Mastro, but mm-hmm. then got off on the power tune. 
then kind of ended up back talking about the Mastro and how to, you know, because now we got a 120 that'll actually run. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like and, a great date. And it's the like, Mastro yeah. was a was the perfect candidate for a 120. Yep. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and and I think um I don't know if you guys ever heard of uh, Jim Boss. He's quite mm-hmm. famous for doing conversions. He's done the um was it the the 570 570 yeah, yeah he yeah. did the 570 to nitro conversion which flies awesome um he's also done a 580 big block conversion mm-hmm. um he's done a bunch the of body. stuff he did the body yeah he did a logo at 1.2 yeah mm-hmm. oh that logo so would have been sweet so he's done i mean he he's like a phenomenal designer the dude is like a wizard um so at some point, Jay hit him up and he was like, hey, we're thinking about doing this and that and that and told him the plans. And the guy was like, I think at first he was kind of skeptical. Jay, do you think? No, so- he was he was game. He was game for it right from the yeah. get go. It's like, yeah. let's do this. OK. But again, again, remember when we, we got started on this, we had very small expectations. It started small. Yeah. There were just a couple of things we wanted to and as we, that's when it became like, hey, we really need to determine what we're trying to accomplish here. Yep. And we got our team together. We got our messenger group together. And we spent a good, what, two, three months going through everything that we wanted to accomplish. Yep. Putting together a game plan first. We started talking about all the, you know, the, some things that we wanted to change, possible weaknesses, and, and what we can do to make it better. Yeah. And of course, everybody kind of went down the line like, all right, what do you hate? What would, what would you change? Mm-hmm. So we had like all these things, like the fuel tank. <laughs> it was just, it was an awful list. And, and it almost looked like we just completely hated the Hellion. We're like, why are we even flying it? You know, <laughs> it's like this, this, the list just keeps growing. The, the right. fuel tank has the way it was designed. It was molded with a, like an indent for you to basically put a hole and screw in the pressure nipple. And God, that would, so it shitty. would not. Yeah, it would not last long. Like, I mean, it, it was a guarantee you're going to get a leak. And, you know, back in the day, if you were using um, a muffler pressure, the, the leaks didn't affect the engines as bad. Like, right. you can get away with running muffler pressure with, you know, a slight tank leak. But with the pressurized system that, you know, today's engines run, um, if you have any kind of leak, it, it just, you're going to have a hell of a time tuning. Right. It's just not going to run right. So, you know, tank was one of the things. The um, the tail, it's just like super heavy. I mean, it's a massive, solid chunk of aluminum, that tail box. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a fist. Yep. That thing is, it, if, you, <laughs> if you crash it and did an infinity slide, everything in that heli would probably get destroyed except for that tail box. Wow. It, it, is, it is beefy. I don't know. I kind of disagree with that one. That head. <laughs> you can't mess with that head. Yeah, <laughs> it heads like a Mack truck. <laughs> yeah, I, I I've tweaked the head a couple of times. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so you know, and doing and having such a um, massive tail box way out there, uh, it 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 was tail heavy. It was inherently tail heavy. Um, was the be- was the boom just inherently too long? Do you think it was could have been shortened up some or? No, the 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 boom wasn't as long. You know, it wasn't any longer than you know most other seven hundreds that can okay. take. You know, seven thirteens right. or seven fifteens or seven seventeens. Um, 
they were around the same length, but it's just that tailbox was just so massive, and it was mm-hmm. just it was a solid piece of aluminum. It's it all was, one piece of aluminum. It's, it's yeah. all one it's piece milled. Oh wow! Um, so it, it's it's a great design. It looks cool. It's awesome and it's solid, mm-hmm. but it was really heavy. And um, no matter what you did, it was tail heavy. I had a five thousand milliamp two S RC car battery, like. The are two S battery packs that RC cars use to race. Jesus Christ! Right, oh he's not kidding. That's how. That's the only way to get it to, to balance. You had to hang it all the way off the front. And yeah, so the front end of it actually had like a twelve inch piece of uh, like um, diving board. Yeah, it, it looks like a it, look, it looks like a battery tray. It looks like an electric battery tray. Yeah, like twelve inches long, but only a third of that actually touched the main frame and actually mounted the other two thirds of it just stuck out and basically was done to try and put the battery as far forward as you can to try and counteract that tail heaviness. Mm-hmm. But when you do that, you've got like a, literally a diving board, a springboard. Oh, so if you're sitting there doing, yeah, if you're sitting there doing TikToks in front of you, you can see that springboard just bouncing back and forth with a <laughs> yeah. big old two S battery that, pack. On that it. just sounds scary. Like you're sitting there and you're watching your battery just flop in the breeze. <laughs> Oh yeah, there's, there, you know, we were. Um, I, I think I had, I had Caleb fly at at, um, at one of the uh, North Carolina events, and um, Sherman was standing right beside me. I was like, "Dude, is that battery gonna come off?" Because <laughs> he was <laughs> he was doing TikToks right in front of us, and you can literally see that springboard just bouncing back and forth. And I was yeah, like, "Nah, if if, if it doesn't, but." Yeah, if it doesn't if it doesn't fly off when he's flying, I don't think it, I don't think we have too much to worry about. But it was still a concern. Um, so that's something that we wanted to change. Um, and it just so, kind let, of, so let me so we're right now like just to kind of give the listeners kind of guide them and that you you're you're starting the design phase right of of this conversion kit and you're trying to determine what you're trying to accomplish, what the issues are that you see that you're trying to fix out of this redesign or the conversion design. Right, right, right. So we were coming out with the list of what would be, if if you had a dream list and Mm -hmm. you can fix, you can fix this to make it, you know, any way you want to, what would you do? You know, let's pick out all the negatives and let's see what we can knock out and actually say that is possible. Let's, you know, check it out. So that's basically where we were and, and just, you know, throwing out all the stuff that we would change. And what ended up happening is uh, we kept the mother plate, the, mm-hmm. the, the servo where, you know, it's kind of it's kind of actually like the black nitro where you had that main plate that holds everything, the cyclic servos, right. the head. Yeah. That's basically what we were left with. Yeah, I mean, that that's holds. the magic of that helicopter. That's what yeah. makes it fly the way it does. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, it's extremely smooth. And, uh, it's like cycling. Yeah, and Jim was like, "Well, I mean, if you guys are going to do this, we might as well do it with modern parts that you can get parts for. So, if you were to take, um, let's say, SAB raw parts, uh, let's you know take a look at the raw tank because we can fit it in between frames. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, let, let's look at um, getting the SAB front end on there and see if we can move it out as far as we can to get rid of you know some of that tail heaviness." Um, and it just evolved. And I think at one point I was like, why don't we just replace the entire back end with a raw, mm-hmm. like tail boom, tail assembly, everything. Yeah. And, we, uh, 
Go ahead. Exactly. You know, we wanted to figure out what, what do we need to customize versus what can we bolt onto this helicopter? Right. That yeah. makes sense. That makes perfect sense. What's readily available, what we need to go and find right. some guy in the shop with a yeah. cigarette hanging out of his mouth that's going to see and see us apart, right? Exactly, because we wanted to try to minimize that as much as possible. We didn't want to see and see a whole helicopter and design a whole helicopter. Yep. We, did, well, we wanted stuff we could buy and bolt on. So it turned into the customization part was basically just frames, you know, frames and some other little odd and end pieces. But then it became, okay, all right, now how are we going to lay this thing out? You know, and we started talking about drivetrain, you know. Okay. Uh, and, and when you're doing a conversion, you know, in, in our case, we were going to keep the same similar drivetrain. Um, but when we did start talking about the raw tail, put a raw tail box in there, all the whole tail assembly, it became, well, you know, we're talking about gear ratios, right. tail gear ratio, the main gear ratio, is it going to work together? And we've, in this scenario, we actually got lucky and it did work. The, you know, the tail gear ratio for the raw was very close to what the Mastro was. So we're like, hey, just send it. We're going to stick it in there and see what happens. You know, but um, if you're doing a, a you know, a, a different conversion, you might want to dis- determine, do you want to, maybe it has gears. Maybe you want to change over to belts, pulleys, like that. Something to think about. So you know, that then, that tail boom, the raw tail boom is a thirty-five mil, and the Avant is a thirty-three mil. So how'd you get around that? We um, basically we, ripped out everything that's yeah, Nostro. The entire right, right. We should actually had to take the, the main plates, and you had to actually cut some of the. There were some nubs and mounting parts that were the. It was for the tensioner. So they had this uh, little post that the yeah, Nostro had. And that's one of the things that we wanted to get rid of because the tensioner on the Mastro was really not that great of a design. It's, it, it was almost like the black nitro tensioner. It really, they call it a tensioner, but it really wasn't a tensioner. Mm-hmm. It was just like almost an indicator. Well, the Mastro was more of like a guide than a tensioner. Um, so we wanted to get rid of that. And that's one of the things that you, we had to kind of grind down to get it out of the way. Um, Right. That was that was the one modification that we had to do to the main plate. Correct. But, but once we got rid of that, you can you were able to unbolt the Mastro uh, boom clamps and the, boom clamp. yep. the entire assembly, the the uh, the tensioner, the boom clamps, and then we were able to get line up the raw boom clamps. And you know how the raw has the two um, slides where the boom clamps actually bolt onto right yeah. uh, we use that to basically line up where the belt's going to ride um and we actually you know also used the raw tensioner um so it oh, okay so another thing about that too was you had to remove the tank and to tension the boom to take the boom on or off of the mastro you had to remove the tank and it was a real pain to try and get up in there and loosen up the um, the boom clamps yep. to, to to tension the boom or to tension the belt. Wow. With the raw system, it's all on the outside now. You didn't mm-hmm. have to yep. remove anything. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now this was kind of like in in still in the design phase and the layout sub phase, I guess, of the design period. Yeah. Yeah, Correct. so at, yeah. at that point, we, uh, John had already sent shipped out an entire Mastro Nitro kit to Jim. 
Okay. And that's what he was going off of. He was getting all his measurements off of that. So basically he he laid the Mostro frame out in CAD and then okay. um you know he kind of overlaid like the raw, you know, layout in CAD and made sure that everything lined up and everything was able to mount and still have the belts all line up the way it needed to be. Right. So that, and we would all we would all work together pretty much and get our measuring tapes out there <laughs> and start wow. measuring stuff on our frames and figure out where we wanted stuff to go. Right. How we're gonna get it from where it is to where we want it. Did you guys do anything with weight distribution in the layout phase? Well, yes, with the raw tank, or I'm sorry, with the Mastro tank, we noticed that the Mastro tank sat back under okay. the, uh, from the main shaft. So it was actually sitting back a little further and we are we knew that the monster already has a little bit tail heavy it's already tail heavy mm -hmm. so how could we move that tank forward okay and this is even before we decided to change tanks altogether you know okay this is yeah initially we were literally just going to use the same tank well but, i really wanted to get rid of the tank so i was thinking hey okay. can is there any way we black could put nitro, the black nitro tank in there black nitro tank is what we were trying to do initially yeah like and why then, not go with the raw tank and then have it centered and then jim was like well why don't you just go with the newest tank the raw mm -hmm. tank because you know at that point we didn't know if the black nitro was going to keep you know how long they were going to keep part supports for it so right um you know he brought up a good point and said well do you want to go with an old tank that you don't know when part support's going to end uh why not go with the raw tank and we might be able to fit that in between the frames and then that kind of like evolved to, oh, yeah, yeah, that does make sense. And we can see if we can center that so that it's actually directly underneath the main shaft. And, I mean, it, it was just a constant, like, ever-evolving uh, discussion of what-ifs and let's look at this and let's look at that. Um, so that What about engines? And, and, and to boot, hold on real quick. To boot, even when the raw tail was coming, we were talking about that, it became, John says, I'm not going to a raw tail. I've got 10 different booms and, and I've got so many tail assemblies. I want to keep the Mastro tail. <laughs> so then it became, we're designing two models, one <laughs> to keep the Mastro tail and one to change over to a raw, raw tail. Mm -hmm. So that was fun as well. And uh, uh, just officially, I want to let it be known that John has officially um, regretted that decision. <laughs> and this brings up another thing that we didn't like about it the um the way the tail is designed um so the pulley is it goes over the tail shaft and then there is a pin that goes through the shaft and then the pulley goes over it and it locks into with that pin and then to lock that pin in you got a screw a set screw in the actual shaft it was kind of like the um Synergy yeah. shaft, yeah, yeah, shaft, yeah. Mm -hmm. with it had that set screw, right? So either it, it, it's either or it, it's it either comes loose and you lose it, or you get into a crash, and the tail um, shaft bends and you can never get that set screw out. Yep, and it strips. It's it's always either or. It either comes out or it doesn't come out like forever. It's just stuck in there. Um, and so the last time John flew. Uh, was at Fallpool and I think he crashed it. And he, we were talking and he was like, yeah, I, I got to do this tail thing and uh, I'm kind of regretting sticking with this uh, Mastro boom now because it would have been a lot easier to fix or replace with the raw boom. 
or you know the raw parts so just wanted to make that known that's well, just tell them listen we designed it both ways so you could always come to the dark side right well yeah but he would have to replace the frames too now uh, no, yeah, there, are, there are two sets of frames out there so yep. back to when we were working on the layout we were talking about different motors right um, mm-hmm. i wanted to run ys uh jim wanted to run os he's a big os guy um so we became okay well we need to think about how the os and the ys differ uh and then thinking about how pipes bolt to these motors mm-hmm. if you have hitori soft mount pipe you know that which it's not production anymore. You can't really get your hands on it, but there's still a lot of them out there and a lot of guys still running them. It's going to mount differently than a hard mounted pipe would. So that, that can affect how the frames lay out. Um, and it did, it ended up, <laughs> that gets more into where we found that out in the testing phase, which didn't catch it right up front, but we did find out later. Um, and then how the carb uh, mounts on there. So where the OS even though we were running, even if we had a YS but on an OS carb, it would still uh, end up in a different position than it would if it was on an OS motor mm, with gotcha. relation to the yeah. frame. So, yeah. because the OS has that 15 degree tilt to it, has a 15 degree tilt. Yeah. So, it, it just, there were so many things to consider. And you had to uh, adjust for that to handle both types of motors so that way you could run whatever you wanted. Right. Otherwise, you're stuck with just one. Okay. Did, did did you guys consider anything else? So the layout phase really wasn't. There was nothing necessarily being built or tested or CNC. This was just in in all, CAD, right? All CAD. All mm-hmm. CAD. Yep. Okay. So what other considerations did you guys give in the this design layout phase? Then it became you know rigidity and the strength of the bird. You know, this is of course I I had to ask the question. You know, so what happens <laughs> when I hit a power line? <laughs> uh, you held that in for how long now about an hour two hours <laughs> you know just if you know not yeah, yeah. Right. hypothetically it could have, hypothetically you know what's going to happen so we started talking about the weak areas of the frame uh and and what can we do to improve some of those and, and we did actually come up with a few cool things um which evolved again as tom was mentioning um but directly after that kind of became, okay, well, some of this, we have a really good plan in place. We got a good start on what we think we're going to like, but we need to get things fitted up. There was so many things moving and happening now. We need to see how this is even going to come together. So that became, hey, Tom, you got a 3D printer, don't you? <laughs> well, yeah. So, you know, we had to, it's, it was going to be really expensive if we had to get these prototype frames cut just right. to mm-hmm. test right. fit and stuff like that and um mm. uh god we didn't go that route <sighs> yeah it would have been oh my god it would have been so the godly expensive the technical term is mock-up phase right yep. so yep. now you now we're getting into so after you know kind of the layout everything in cad then you're getting up to a mock-up you know right. and you couldn't make it out of clay right right so okay. you 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 guys <laughs> you could <laughs> you could <laughs> take a long time but yeah but you guys want so 3d printing test for, uh just the mock-up frames let's call them that right? yeah it was, it was tricky because this frame is actually fairly large it, it's a okay. full size it's a full-size frame because it's not like a two you know uh a two it's kind of like a raw 
yeah, this is this is all one piece. One side frame is going to house everything. Um, so most printers, you know, you get like a 250 by 250 build plate. Um, this wasn't going to cut it. So I have happened to have a printer that had a 300 by 300 millimeter build space, but even that wasn't enough. I had to rotate the frame in a almost a 46 or 47 degree angle from diagonally so that mm. it completely fit the build plate and it just barely just fit. Barely. <laughs> um, I remember the first time he was printing that up. We were all had our fingers crossed, like, please make it, please make it. So you 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 guys just you printed one set of frames, everything was good, right? <laughs> yeah so 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 jim sent me the first cad and, and we converted it and I, you know i printed it out and i was like all right this is gonna be it print well, it out two sides me, remember because yeah. i was the, i was the guy that was going to be the fit up guy i had all the yeah. parts I, I went out and spent a butt ton of money on parts to be able to do fit up for this yeah so john john and i had running helicopters that are still in one piece uh jay had his heli in pieces so we're mm-hmm. like, hey, you're the candidate. That's right. You're the guy. <laughs> you're the guy. You're the guy. So he sends so me I, one set. Yeah. No. And then I, I fit it up and find a whole host of things that did not work. You know, I was like, oh, guys, this is sitting here. This isn't going to work here. We're, I mean, I can't even, I, I'd have to go look back through my notes, but it was just all, I had to take notes. It was just a whole host of things that needed to be changed. So then I send that up back to, um, to Jim. And we start talking about it on our group again. And <laughs> that's when Tom starts printing more frames. Every, every revision is like, hey, can you fix this? Can you take yeah. a little millimeter off here? Can you do that? Can you do that? Jim makes the corrections on the CAD and then sends it to me. And I start printing it out. Yeah. And, and, and okay, so it takes about mm, five or six hours to print one frame side. Wow. Uh, so, so, so you got so you got to print two right so it, it's it's a full day affair for frame sides there has been times where before i can even finish printing out revision number 356 frame set they've already <laughs> gone and changed stuff and right. jim jim had sent me a re- another revised set of frames or cad to uh print out and i had to scrap the frame that or you know that was still on the printer just printing hot and um restart reprinting the new revision so, right um yeah. so, but I, he would ship them to me so like this is like probably the third time in we st- we had multiple revisions within that same time and so tom had like three sets of frames <laughs> two that had basically were basically scrapped he just shipped them all to me. <laughs> I get this box, all these frames. So what I did is I mixed them up and I said, you got to now your, it's your job to figure out which revisions, which yeah. <laughs> you do? Put, it, put it together. Figure it out. Figure how, it many, out. Um, yeah. how many revisions did you end up going through before you got like the final product? There was easily, what were yeah. we? Eight, how many, nine? There, I, I Maybe, think no, we're, there's probably more than I, that. I think it was more than that. Yeah, the eight or nine was just the last set of stack that I brought you for. When what, what was that? Was it a chill out or was it a fall pool? Yeah, one of those events that I actually just we had two different models going on here too. Yeah, two different models of one. So we had one model that was 
the raw the entire raw tail assembly mm-hmm. uh boom back and the other one was keeping the same monstro tail section but still using the raw te- uh, the raw tank the sab front end for the engine so right. this was this was two different models so we were we were doing that with two different models it was going to take me an easy two days to build the model back to to, to fit stuff up you know because I had two different models to do to build each time. So let me ask you this, and Jay, you're gonna break my heart. I already know the answer. With these 3D printed side frames, did you fly them? Oh, I wanted to. So Bimmy and Tom were talking about that <laughs> whole time. I actually, I still got them. <laughs> I you bet you that was the hardest thing not to just put it up in a hover. Sure. <laughs> so there, there was no flying, just pure mock-up. Just make yeah. sure that everything aligns or, you know, kind of going through different revisions to the side frames now, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Because okay. we learned a lot of different things. We learned uh, that we had to change around the the, the landing skids for the, the the one that had the Mastro tail still on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had to change them around backwards and we had to uh, lengthen the frame. Or what would you call it? Widen. I don't know. Make it taller. We had to make it taller. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We had to make okay. it taller. Uh, then the the pipe mount for the hattori soft mount uh the header was hitting the frames so Mm -hmm. revise for that uh the carb was hitting the frames at one point so we had to revise for that uh had some tail issue or the tail where the tail servo mounts had to Mm -hmm. make some revisions for that um we also decided to go with you know how the black nitro has those servo cable um where where you mount the cables on the side they're like two mm-hmm. runners, and they come off yep. with. Mm-hmm. Yep, we decided to add those in because they're really. That was another problem with the Mastro was when you run your wires, there really wasn't anywhere to do it because it was so tight in there. Uh, so we added those. Um, so <laughs> we stole things from every helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> yep, we so did. Like going through all this stuff, like designed for two different helicopters. What was like the hardest part for you guys, like thinking about like your biggest hurdles going through it like process wise uh, for, for yeah, me for for me it, i think it would have been a lot easier and it would have been a lot quicker had we had jim myself john and jay all in the same let's say the same area right mm, yep. yeah yeah um because you know if Jim would have just said, hey, print these frames out, and then, you know, I can just walk over and hand it to Jay. Jay can slap it together, and, you know, he'd immediately tell you, you know, what's going on and what's wrong. But, you know, we had to explain everything and measure and send it to Jim. Jim had to basically understand and take exactly what we wanted and convert it into the CAD, or what he thought we wanted and convert it into CAD. And once he did, he had to send me the files, and I had to print it out. We had to wait for the print. Then I had to, like, mail out the... um printed frames and you know wait for jay to get them and then once jay got them we had to wait for him to put it together and see what else is wrong so it was like a vicious cycle of just constant long distance yeah it was just it just took a lot more time but had we been like you know neighbors um it'd been easier yeah this would have been much easier it would have gone a lot quicker um I don't know. Maybe. I, gotta, I gotta give it to Jim though. He is such a trooper and such a cool dude to work with. And if you don't know Jim, he's in England for one thing. So he's yep. at a, he's in a different time than than we are. And I can tell you how many nights I'm up three four a.m. in the morning with him. And I've been on 
uh, messenger to my phone died. So I had to put it on charge and him and I are still going over different things, <laughs> trying to visualize what's going on. And if you ever hear him, it's funny because he's got a real deep English accent. <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask you this. What mediums, how did you guys communicate? Did you guys use like a share drive? Did you just use Facebook Messenger? Facebook kind Messenger. of iPhone? Oh, so Facebook Messenger. Facebook okay. Messenger. Yeah, and we Google, did that. You know, Google for um, any Google Docs. Okay. Cloud sharing. Yeah. yeah, it's free. The dude is a magician, man. I, I'll tell you, the dude is like on point. If you tell him, you know, what it is that you want, he he will in CAD basically take your wants and convert it on CAD. Exactly what you said. Wow. The dude just yeah, he's he's a magician, man. He's he's just on it. He's a smart guy. Really smart guy. Yep. Okay. So, right. did you? What's next? Did you ever fly it? Did you get production? What? 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 We did. We did after we finally got all the through all the revisions, and then we did it two more times, just to make sure. <laughs> it came time. For, all right. Let's let's get our parts list together for all the parts that we have to buy for this because I had some parts for. The test models but i didn't have enough to really do everything and then we, we needed parts for all the models for one for tom and um john and then myself i was i was going to build two models and i wanted some spare parts too so i'm going through the um you know the different manuals looking up uh part numbers and then getting this list together and it's just growing and growing and growing <laughs> you know and then i just realized that man it's 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 bohica time <laughs> Bohica. That's a Bohica. Bohica. And over here it comes again. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't realize how many parts you have to order, even just for like let's say the raw tail. Yep. You look up the part numbers for every part that you have to have to build a raw tail from scratch. And there's three pages of parts <laughs> on Google. Like I did it out in Google so that we could share it. It's three pages. Wow. It's like six Holy grand, God. seven grand, something like that. Oh, for wow. Sale parts. Yep. And that wasn't everything. Oh. All in all, I think we spent like 10 grand on this. <laughs> Between Holy shipping crap. and handling. And yeah, it was an expensive oh. project, but it was, it was a project of love. It was fun. It, it, we had a really good time doing it. And of course, you know, you're, you're developing a relationship with your closest friend and getting to spend time with you guys, you know? And so that, that was, um, if, if, if you're, if you're, it's not for the weak, <laughs> weak of heart, that's for sure. Or the faint hearted or whatever it's they not say. Faint yeah. But if you like doing it and you like that technical stuff and you know, you're not afraid to go after it, give it a shot, you know? So wow. you ended up really with SAB parts, right? And then the frames were kind of, let's say one-offs, right? Where you just ordered them, right? From a manufacturer right. that would cut the carbon. Right. I used RJX. I've used them for a number of projects. They're really good. You know, they, they make some great carbon. Um, so you can get them cut uh, fairly cheaply. And now I did, <laughs> everyone else just got regular carbon frames, but I, I wanted to just one-up <laughs> for no reason at all. You I, wanted to be Gucci. I get it. I, get it. Yeah, I wanted to be Gucci. You know, so I got colored infused carbon frames. <laughs> they looked oh, incredible. 
Yeah. And then a green set. So it was really, really neat to do that. Then we also had a special, and this was all Jim. I mean, we told him what we wanted when we were working on the, the rigidity of the frame. We wanted to add a lower, uh, what would you call that, Tom? Like a just a lower part. It's, a, it's, frame. A frame. Yep. it's like a frame spacer with a carbon brace. Brace, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, then Jim hit me up and he's like, Jay, um, send me your logo. So I sent him my logo and he comes back with this frame. The, so the carbon actually had the RCHO logo in the bottom of it. Wow. That's, That's awesome. Cool. That's yeah, really neat. So it's, I, I made, I got that cut out in red carbon for everybody. So wow. that was cool. That's super cool. So let's, let's talk time. Cause I, I think we, we kind of hit it, but we didn't really. So from the thought, the initial thought, to when you guys had production models flying and everything was good, at least to, mm-hmm. to be able to fly it. What we're talking, 10 days? From the time I started that messenger group and started talking with uh, Jim, it, it was easily a year and a half. Wow. Holy cow. Yeah. And, and if, you, if you go back to when we started discussing, hey, let's get, you know, figure a way to get rid of this clutch stack, we're mm-hmm. talking probably like three years. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's correct. What? Yeah, not yeah. for the fainted heart, faint hearted yeah. people. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, this we is did, a, <laughs> we did end up spending like a metric fuck ton of cash, but you know, <laughs> listen, who cares about the money when you're having fun, right? Yeah, it's true. I mean, you're not in the hobby to save money, right? That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> this you is an investment. In the hobby, you don't do it. You don't do the hobby. Period. Mm. Exactly. Well, yeah, after this, it was this, all said and done, though, I mean, would you say that it was worth it in terms of, it did, did it still feel like a Mastro? You know what I mean? Like, was it yes. better? Absolutely. Uh, yeah. How did it's, it feel compared to, like, the, the raw HD? You know what I mean? Like, does it still hold its own or, you know what I mean? It flew exactly like the Mastro. Yep. The, the flight character. Nothing about the flight characteristics changed at all. Oh, wow. um, what and did actually, change? With the raw tail, it seemed to tighten up just a little bit more. It did, and I, and I think it had a lot to do with the fact that we fixed the CG. Yeah, right. Uh, um, it was no longer like super tail heavy. Um, so the Mastro tail one though flew identical to the original Mastro. And, yeah. and I've got I've got one of each. So yeah, did did now we did find. Another issue that pretty much really only affected me because everyone else was running regulated, and I my goal from the get-go was to run muffler pressure. So, um, and I believe it is literally related to the raw tank as I have done and changed everything multiple times, multiple motors, multiple carbs, regulators, you name it. I cannot get, or I mean not a regulator, but multiple carbs. Um, I cannot get muffler pressure to run with the raw tank. So if anybody out there has had an issue with muffler pressure or has tried muffler pressure on a raw tank and got it to work, let me know. Doesn't tell yours is Kevin, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I oh, you got yours is running muffler pressure. I was doing muffler muffler pressure on the uh, the raw nitro. Yeah, huh. I'm I'm doing muffler pressure on my 105 with a raw tank. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it's a raw 700 nitro. Because I, it mine just I can't get it to run. It just goes lean every time. Really? Why ask problems? 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who knows, right? It, it could it be vibration that is just foaming. Is it the tank foaming up really bad, or what is it? Nope. No, I mean it's uh, runs pig rich, taking off, and mm-hmm. you can go into a hurricane, and you it will, it will lean up. And that's and a YS tank. with a power tune. Yep. It's the only model that's ever done that to me. I've always got the power tune running great on everything else. But how tight is your motor belt? Pretty I was gonna say I was having a problem. With, I know it's OS, but I was having my OS motor belt was tight, and the front bearing would start to suck air occasionally, and it would lean it out. So, so let's just say I've had previous problems. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was because the motor belt was being pulled so hard that it was anytime you did get it in the upper, you know, power band, uh, that's when it would start to lean out. But you could mm-hmm. just do normal 3D, flippy doos, whatever, and it was totally fine. But it was as soon as you started leaning on it heavy, that's when it would lean out. And it was because of the fact that the motor belt was way too tight. Hmm. Interesting. So, uh, you don't need to run those belts as tight as what people think, you know, not even I, a tail belt. No, I don't, I don't run my belt with the motor pulley. I don't run it that tight. I mean, I keep it tight, but not, I can push it, push it in with my finger. That's what I, if I can, can I make it to the knuckle? First knuckle, one knuckle, I'm good. Mm. Knuckle or two knuckles, no good. Yeah. <laughs> knuckle deep. More than a knuckle, knuckle deep. It's just, uh, you I, know. Mine sits there flapping. I run it so loose. Yeah. I, but, yeah. I wear, yeah, I mean, I, I get, I mean, mine's loose, but I make sure that I hold on to it and I can't make it skip. As long as it doesn't skip, you know, I can't force it to skip, then it's on there, you know, enough for me. Right. And I haven't, I haven't had any problems and I run all of my uh, motor belts loose. Yeah. But John and Tom, they've both been running the regulated and have had zero issues. Um, but I, I went through three, three engines now, all doing the same thing. Try yeah, I would loosen your motor belt, man. Try that out. So yeah. let me, yeah, let me ask you guys this. So out of all the so in the beginning of the design phase, you guys put down all your what you want to fix. Did you fix all of those items? Or did you have some that you couldn't? I I think it all fixed. I think we got everything we wanted. Yep. Yeah. Awesome. Our Christmas list. <laughs> the Christmas That's list. No, that's awesome. You know, that, that, I mean, I guess that's why you guys went down the path, right? All right. Well, I'm yeah. gonna hit. I'm gonna hit Jim Boss up for a, you know, a Nitro 420. Should mm, really should. do it. Yes, <laughs> do it. You know, and then just one more time, a big shout out to Jim. He is such a cool dude, and so great to work with, and, and thank you, Jim, for all your help. Yeah, if he listens to this show, which he probably doesn't, because who listens to this? Right. So, so I don't think you guys. Who was part of the team, like out of this design team or you know conversion team, if you want to call it that? So How many myself, people? Uh, mm-hmm. See me, Tom, John, and Jim. That was it. Okay. Very cool. Everybody yeah. had their own part in it, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Well, awesome. Uh, anything else you guys want to add to that? Is there? Anything we've missed? I mean, if anybody's got a Mastro out there and they want to try it, hit me up. I've got the, I've got the files. You got the three-page parts list. I got the three-page <laughs> yeah, parts right. list. I got you. Yeah. We got, we got the frames and the parts list. 
Yeah. Mm. It's, it's, it's not a for sale thing. It's if you want one, just let me know. I mean, you so, might change your mind after you see the cost. That yeah, gonna... you very well might. Right. Because you're literally... It's a little steep sounding. <laughs> well, I mean, you're, li- you're literally building a helicopter from individual parts that you have to order out of like an SAB catalog. So, I mean, yeah. think about think about ordering a black nitro, but you, you have to order every part, every nut, every bolt, every bearing, every shaft, every pulley. <laughs> That yeah. you have to go through on part number and add it to your cart. Um, and I will so. say that that was very, very probably the part that took me near the longest was if you can just use a regular SAB manual, it doesn't tell you every part. I had a lot of times, you know, they, they'll send you a parts, but it's in a bag of a couple of parts. Right. And then they have a number on top of that. And that's what they have in the manual. I So I had to do back research and then find out, oh, what individual parts were in there and they order each individual part oh, wow. for a lot of the different things yes hmm. yeah, so like having rock, done this before would you do it again 100 percent, absolutely <laughs> it was a blast yeah <laughs> after i win the lottery yeah All right, well <laughs> the flash is coming so maybe that needs to be nitro i was thinking the same thing you know <laughs> TV 70 Nitro. <laughs> I wonder I wonder if Dan Murnane's uh, kit would bolt up about, that. Yeah, yeah. You know, I it mean, might. I don't want to dare I say. Time to Let's go. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> that bolt pattern on the uh, on the main plate might be a little different, but I mean, other than that, if we if you just line up the uh, upper frame um, and, and you are able to mount it to that main plate um i think that's really all you need look i bet if we just make our own custom frames for that thing you know yeah. that that metal gear that's sitting underneath the uh the transmission plate on the tv70 is the same kind of gear that the sab is that the motor belt goes to as well i mean did you guys see that yeah yeah it looks uh it looks really close to like the um the black nitro and the black thunder type design. Mm-hmm. And if we could just mount the black nitro clutch stack right to the front of that bad boy. Yeah. Nitro, nitro TB 70. Yeah. I love it. You guys are making a hell yeah as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Oh yeah. Uh, that would probably be pretty, pretty easy to convert actually. Yeah. I was going to say it, even, if it didn't bolt right up, it, it seems like it's a heli that would be very conducive and forgiving mm-hmm. to that, you know? Yeah. It's got to be close. What makes things easy is having belt drives. Right. Um, it's not as easy if you have the traditional dinner plate main uh, main uh, main gear main yeah. gear and, you know, uh, slant pinions and stuff like that it makes that makes things a little more complicated two yeah. stages makes it a little easier two yeah system. yeah the two stage really makes things uh really really easy uh to- so line if you're listening we need you to ship two tb70s to rcho that's right <laughs> we started on this right get them straightened out right make we promise thing. we promise we won't use idler gears as Spacers. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Uh, all right well does anybody else have any other questions for jay and tom they've covered a lot of it they've covered a lot of it so it's yeah i i do think it's interesting that the hardest part is the communication not even building the heli (laughs) right communication part yeah when you're dealing with people overseas right yeah it's yeah well it's just when you have to try and describe um what you're trying to accomplish on a helicopter and you're talking about measurements of m3 bolt holes that need to move in certain directions and and when which direction and how and you know a certain amount of material that needs to be removed from the frame because um the carburetor's hitting it and right. you know jim boss doesn't have access to a ys with a cartoon and an os carbon in so he can't visually comprehend why or what's going on so we you know just sending pictures and and marking things and circling and that's what makes it hard yeah you sit there and draw it out and then make measurements on there with arrows pointing you need to take a millimeter off of this yeah yeah you know very very specific Whereas, you know, if he was here and we can literally just show it, hand it to him, it's like, oh, you know, he'll, he'll, if he had it in his hand, we probably wouldn't even have to explain it, why we're doing it, because he would just see it and understand, okay, now I get it. So. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Yeah. Well, Jay, we have something really big happening very soon. I think it's going to fall around the 24th to the 26th of February. Oh. I think the first ever rooftop flight station is going to happen. Wind it up. Yeah. Wind get it your up. Hand ready. Yeah. Wind it up. So, uh, you want to talk about it? What's going on? We got a chill out 2023 happening again. What is this? The seventh year, I believe, we're doing chill out. Wow. Yeah. Uh, this is our. Biggest fun fly every year. I do not know why, because it is going to be cold. Uh, and yet everyone is going to have a blast. I know we've got uh, we've got, got plenty of firewood, more than firewood than we've ever had before. So thank you, Rodney, for that. Uh, he, he cut down like 10 trees in his yard. <laughs> we have a ton of firewood. And then we'll have our burn barrels out there. We got the, uh, you know, we have the second shelter. It's pretty much closed in. It'll be nice and warm and toasty for everybody. We have our flight stations heated. So we're going to, you know, uh, eat good, have a good time. Might be a little drinky. I mean, no, no, we don't do that. Never mind. No. Nope. No, no, no. We don't, we don't <laughs> play with lightning either. Scratch that part. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Jay, what's on the menu? Oh, I, 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 we are. Don't you do it. Don't you do it. You better say one thing or one thing alone. One thing. Okay. One thing. I'm going to put it out there. We're talking about doing Discalo again. Oh, Oh, man. Yes. Yes. Big old titties. It's on. Every time, (laughs) but it is expensive for us to do. So, uh, and this year is going to be with the pricing of whatever things happen. I mean, it's normally about $700 for us to do. And the last time we did it was, what a year and a half ago, two years ago, was the last time we did the Scala. So yeah, it's been a while. I started pricing it this time, and we're looking over a thousand dollars to do the Scala. So mm. what you're saying is pre-register. The more people pre-register ASAP, this is going to happen, right? Is that what you're yeah, saying? Absolutely. I mean, we just we need to count. 
the more okay. people are coming, and then and the, the more of an idea we have people coming, that's what we need to know. Right. Okay. We might have to go up a little bit on the landing fees. We were talking about that. We might have to go up a little bit, but okay. uh, we're trying not to do that as much as possible. Yeah. Well, with Don't a menu like that, it's that's. I mean, there's. Yeah, yeah, there's no qualms with that, man. I, I can't understand why you wouldn't. So, If you don't know what Discala is, ask Eric Shu. He'll tell you all about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, 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 loved it's, it is awesome, but yeah. I will tell you that these guys um, slave over some hot stove for hours cooking this stuff. I mean, hours. It's, yeah. it's the process of cooking this meal is like very labor intensive. Um, and it takes a long time, but so what, what it is, is, is it's like six or seven different types of meats. So you got, you have steak in there, you'll have shrimp in there, you'll have beef in there, you'll have pork in there, you'll have all, and you got to cut up all the meat, buy all the meat, sausage in there, uh, all this different meat and then peppers. And you got to cut up all that. And Juan, our, uh, he's a member of our club. He's the one that started it. And he's like, you guys ought to try some discala. That's where this kind of all kicked off from we did it one it was a weekend yep. and he made it for us and we loved it so like hey let's do this at a fun fly um but he i said juan what where did you come up with the name the scala he's like well you put it all in a big disc <laughs> it's true <laughs> yep. i mean there it is it's scala and yeah. it's a it's a process man he first like starts off with the bacon so it renders all that fat yeah and then he puts mm. that aside and all these different meats have a different cook time so it, it has an order of where you know how he cooks this meat and he, you know he it's the base of it's that bacon fat mm. um but it is awesome and w- when he starts it everybody at the field will know that he is starting it because yeah. the smell man it is it, like that that aroma just like covers the entire field and you're like whoa <clears throat> so normally yeah. we yeah. have like two big discs of it. And these discs are probably what 36 inches across, I'd say. Yeah, yeah, they're big. They're yeah, so if you can imagine those big Chinese walks that uh they cook fried rice and stuff with and like multiply that in size by about a hundred, that's how <laughs> that's how big one of these discs are. Yep. By the time we're all said and done, it's full. Yeah, it's and we awesome. Goop it onto a um tortilla. Tortillas, yep. So good. Well, I will pre-register. I'll make sure that Billy Shaw, the guy that's coming down with me, he's going to pre-register because the pre-registration, there's no money exchanged, right? Yeah, there's no but, money exchanged in that. It just gives us a count. It's for okay. helping us get a count of those, you know, and that is important, obviously. Yeah. You know, we count for 50 and then 80 people show up. Well, it's really hard to buy food that way. Yep. All, All right. right. Yeah. Well. I will pre-register. I will come with the donation, the extra donation, if need be. You cool. guys just let us know or let me know, and I'll pass it on to the folks that are coming down with me. Appreciate it, man. Yeah. Appreciate all you guys. No, thank you for what you do, Jay. Oh, I mean, anytime. You guys, you guys put on a hell of a show three times a year most of the time, and uh, it's a thankless job, but he, we here at the Heliheads have always appreciated what you've done, what you guys have created over there. So anytime, guys. Yeah, I do. I heard it. I think there's going to be some fireworks there this time. Yeah, Just maybe. Just putting that out there. Yeah, coming across state lines. Mm-hmm. Woo! Yeah. Isn't that a given? Ones? What's that? <laughs> I know we've already got three couches lined up. 
three <laughs> couches. We do. That's a lot of casting. Oh my gosh. That's uh, a lot of... <laughs> uh, Rob Gall is never going to forgive you for this one. <laughs> yeah. I'm waiting for his van to be parked out in the middle. Mm. <laughs> the pink one, right? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice creek Oh, well, all right. So if uh, people wanted to get in touch with you guys, uh, Jay, Tom, how could they do that? Facial book. Facial book? Same here. Facebook, Messenger, easiest way to get in touch with me. All right. Sounds good. All right. If you would like to get in touch with us here at the Helihead Show, you can reach us at theheliheadshow at gmail.com. If you have any show ideas or you want to come on the show, please do so. We would love to have you. Because uh, obviously we are here for you. It's not about us, it's about you. We want to highlight you guys in the hobby. That's why we started this podcast. So quit being shy, email us, and come on and let's talk about you and tell us about how you got into the hobby. So what else we got, Gooch? Well, you know, we don't ask for much, right? But do please, when you have a minute, like our Facebook, follow and subscribe to us on Podbean and iTunes. And leave us a review. And we're actually going to talk a little bit about a review here in a couple of moments. Actually, just go ahead with it since you're talking about it. All right. So we received, you know, and it kind of hurts me a little bit that uh, (laughs) my fellow. Yeah, it hurts me because, (sighs) you know, my fellow host is not approachable. What? I mean, I know. So Raphael apparently saw Kevin at the Winter Bash and apparently didn't approach Kevin. I mean, he was too busy. You know, he's a busy man. And, you know, out of that, or, I mean, he's mean mugging people. I don't know what's happening. Mean mugging. You know, (laughs) but Raphael um, just left us a comment on our podcast uh, on uh, Spotify uh, or on Podbean. This is great episode with many interesting and flowy conversations. I was glad to see Simone as a guest speaker again, and it gives us an insight of the heli world in Europe, as well as what's going on with her in the hobby. I was hoping to meet Kevin in uh, at Winter Bash, but got shy about it since there was there were always many people around. Hope to see you all flying in Spring Fling at Spring Fling this year, Raphael. So yeah, it was just a joke that Kevin's not approachable. I mean, you take Listen, you guys. Raphael, tell me. They beat my ass over He's this for an entire <laughs> for yeah. an entire afternoon. Okay, he's got an entourage <laughs> at, around him like at all times. Yeah, I mean, you know he's you know he's Mr. Brand over here. You know, oh like what can God. I say? Yeah, his brand. No, just untouchable. Yeah, yeah, he's untouchable. Yeah, oh mm-hmm. mean mugging people and shit. You know, mean but, I love that. Well, all I'm going to say, Raphael, you know, don't worry. Gucci is not non-approachable. So at Spring Fling, even if we have a thousand people, I will be asking for Raphael. I'll get on the speakers and I'll find <laughs> you and we'll have a chat. Just make sure you set aside three hours, Raphael, three hours. because, you know, that's Gucci's <laughs> limit yeah. or minimum. Rather, that's the minimum. So. No, it's just that I really want like all the listeners, you know, I think for us, like if I have to tell uh, one of the pros, like, hey, I'm going to go chat with one of the listeners. It's no big deal. You know, usually we hang out in packs, but it's not because we want to keep people away. It's just who we are with at that event, maybe. Yeah. 
but we listen, come in there and grab us by, by the sleeve and say, Hey, listen, you know, I'm a listener and we'll, we'll have a chat and we, we talk hobby, you know, hop, there's a reason I'm stuff. hiding this because I'm shy too. So don't be shy. Just come on up and we'll talk. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. Look, Rafael, cool. come to, come to chill out and I'll hang out with you. If these guys are too good for you, I'll hang out. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I'll definitely hang out with this guy for sure. If Kevin uh, won't do it, I will. Yeah. There you go. No. Kevin, Kevin will paint his teeth. Paint and teeth. <laughs> Kevin's yeah. paint teeth. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll uh, see what Raphael thinks of my brand. <laughs> <laughs> he just didn't want to say online. He's like, you know, farts and, oh, you know, man. all sorts of bad jokes. I mean, bad yeah. dating tips, you know. That's how we roll. Yeah. Up. The lifestyle Stand we up. like to live. Mm-hmm. Right. Double. Fun. But yeah, no, we'll find Raphael a spring fling for sure. If he comes to RCHO, yeah. man, that would be something. Oh, let's dude. go. You know, go. If, if he finds us at RCHO, we might even have a hat for him. How about that? That's right. Raphael, if oh, you're come listening, on. come to RCHO, we'll have a hat for you. Raphael, I got a beer, for, I mean, uh, iced tea for you. Iced tea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not twisted, iced just iced tea. Yep. Don't uh, get it twisted. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so, but also, I'd like to give a shout out to all the other heli podcast video personalities out there on the on the interweb. You know, like Bill Ann, especially yeah. Bill Ann, especially Bill Ann. And we've got Louis uh, Mazurek. I had to make sure I said that right. Mm-hmm. And we also have Simone. She does videos as well. Check her out. Um, she has more subscribers than Bill. So. <laughs> <laughs> just say all that mean mugging. Yep. Uh, I don't understand why Kevin is not approachable. I yeah. don't get it. I don't, I don't understand. Uh, so safe as long as your name's not Bill. Yeah. <laughs> My name's Bill. All uh, right, Chris. What else we got? Club donations. There Help you the go. Clubs host events such as RCHO. If you go to right. the event. Toss them a few dollars. Yep. Help them help you make a better event. That's right. So just because the landing fee is a certain amount, when they're spending $1,000 on a meal to, to, that takes hours to prepare for you, I don't think it is too much to ask till I say, here, here's a few extra bucks. Appreciate what you do. All right? So I think we can all agree there. Yep. All right. Yep. Well, I'm unapproachable, so Gooch, you go first. <laughs> me all right here we go um let's see some new at ones the, at, yeah i do so at, at the chill out i think it's for sure that there's no smelly feet no, no? yeah you you won't have to worry about that mm-hmm. uh the next Diamante's hashtag. going too oh, oh diamante's going though you oh. will have to worry about it especially if he comes up with red adidas Dude, it'll be so cold. Like, if it's cold, then none of that smell. <laughs> no, no, no. I need to do a favor. I bought some new Adidas. They're black. They stink Ooh! just the same, but they're black. He's going to get the cowboy boots, baby. Yeah. yeah that's right. You can't, <laughs> cowboy boots can't forget your roots. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> can't forget your roots. Got to so I'm going to follow that up with the chill out or bust because that's the next thing. We're going to party. Right. We're going to have fun. We're going to fly safely, safely, mm-hmm. you know. And we're going to have a good time. Hashtag chill out or bust. Let's see. Hashtag will my nitro make it back in one piece from the chill out? Nope. You know, I mean, I will say this. And Jake could tell you that every time I've been to RCHO, my nitro has survived. 
It has. Well, you know, not so much. Let me tell you, if I don't mail this nitro to Tom and it doesn't get done, your nitro is not coming home in one piece. (laughs) I'm telling you right now. (laughs) I really want to see how much we squished that 105. I'm going to mean mug the shit out of that helicopter. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) So what you're telling me is don't put the orange canopy on it yet. That's right. That would be a bad idea. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Remember sex change. (laughs) That's right. Yep. And then, uh, I don't know. I I guess we'll, you know, the next one is hashtag will my raw 700 nitro survive RCHO. I don't think it's going to survive it this time around. Nope. I mean, I got away with a couple. That's it for me. Will All right, who's survive? next? RCHO. Mm, so what you tell me, I should bring a 96 and a 91 just for backup? Yes, sir. You, you are going to be the only person I know who brings more than one motor to multiple <laughs> events. <laughs> I always bring a backup motor. You never know how, what's going to happen. I do exactly. <laughs> I've done it, too. All right. Chris, my man, Diamond, what you got, buddy? All right. Hashtag, if you don't just break blades, you ain't doing it right. Hashtag, assert dominance. Hashtag, C-square coming to Miami. Hashtag, crash hard, ask questions later. And hashtag, Andy Roof top poles. Nice. (laughs) I love it. At the chill out. At the chill out. That's right. Y'all going to scare Andy away. Andy ain't coming. <laughs> he ain't coming, dude. He's like, screw that. I don't know. I don't know that it's Andy we're gonna have to, you know, be worried about. It's probably gonna be Tima. She's gonna be like, you get that thing near my camper, I'm gonna go to your damn ass. <laughs> bust mm-hmm. your ass. That's right. Hey, listen, it's gonna be okay. It's gonna be okay. You know why? Because Andy, they don't have a podcast anymore. Mm. They can't tell anybody. Yep. Right. Yep. This it's you know they might want to come back on the heli heads, but they're gonna have a rude awakening. One of the doors are locked. <laughs> Change the key. They can't. Uh, they're not welcome here anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness, Cholo, what you got? Yeah, but um, I've got hashtag nothing is safe. Hashtag True. team C squared. Hashtag who needs raffles when I have friends like you guys. And hashtag <laughs> drives from the right side. That's right. That's right. Jay, my man. Hit hit me with it. What you got? See, I got a hashtag. If you build it, they will come. Mm. Hashtag join the mob. Mm. Hashtag ban the brands. Ooh. Hashtag high voltage nitros. Oh, spicy. Hashtag look, it's Cliff's face again. Wind it up. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh my god. He was like, I'm not sure I'm coming. And Andy was like, Bro, you can't not come now. Your face is on the freaking flyer. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, it was so funny. His face is everywhere at RCHO. Yeah. Everywhere. He's Even on Blades. The mascot. Yeah. He's like he's like the little bulldog. <laughs> he's the most famous person in helicopters right now. Um, oh, me, mean mugging as always. Mm. Oh man, the night blades. Oh, that was so hilarious. They, was it Val? Yes. Val yeah. Val has yeah. has yeah. the yeah. magic uh, magic magic night blades, and, and he Cliff's uploaded. Yeah, he uploaded uh, Cliff's face on it. <laughs> 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 it was phenomenal. Right on. All right, Tom. Tom hit us. Hit us. 
Uh, hashtag can't crash if you don't fly. Ooh. Hashtag just convert it. There you go. Hashtag put her away dripping. Every time. <laughs> and hashtag wind it up. <laughs> You're going to hell. How, how are you married? I don't know. Uh, yes, this is great. All right. <laughs> Let's get it out of here. We got uh, if Gucci brings it and if it flies, it's going to die. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I got a hashtag mean mugging for real. <laughs> I got hashtag flies from a rooftop. I got mm-hmm. hashtag go to RCHO chill out. You have the time of your life and hashtag join the mob 2023. Thank you so much for listening. You guys have been awesome. We'll see you next time. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Uh, talk about how I flew my brand new 3D foamy into the side of a wall. <laughs> yeah, that you can talk about. That's why I said I think it's time for me to step away. I flew a plane once and landed right in the side I of mean, the wall. I mean, I'm not surprised. Let's, just, let's not forget what you did with the goose guy. That was badass. I've tried to recreate that a couple times and it hasn't happened. What, putting it through the ceiling? Yeah. Maybe it's like micros and me don't get along. Mm-hmm. You should get along fine with micros. We try to stay Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about your little dick. <laughs> your little winky dicky.